Hello. Turn the mic on. Let's get to a show. It is Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Day two, live from the LA Convention Center, brought to you by Crypto.com, just like the rest of this downtown area is. Radio Row here at the Convention Center for the Super Bowl this Sunday is filled with anticipation of people gathering and talking about what the hell is going to happen on Sunday. We'll be having conversations with a bunch of random people, just like we did yesterday and who knows what the hell is going to happen we assume a lot of the people that were out here yesterday uh hate us the new yeah, people uh-huh. that are joining here today are going to hate us by the uh-huh. end of it but that doesn't mean a damn thing to us because we are stacked and packed and loaded with guests we have kurt warner potentially coming on in 10 minutes okay. but he's stuck in traffic traffic is bad you know how la yeah, be that's, that's right that'd be la <laughs> with that being said almost couldn't get into this place earlier today uh because yeah. There's a little bit of a scam. Yeah, a little uh-huh. bit of a situation. A little Wait. bit of a dog. Oh, that smells oh. like something that could go kaboom. They sniffed that thing out. We got in. How you doing? Keep it moving. It's another glorious day in L.A. So who knows if Kurt Warner makes it in? We hope he does. Aiden Hutchinson will be here. Ooh. Normally don't like talking to people that haven't been in the NFL yet because who gives a fuck? Uh-huh. But I think this guy is going to do well. They're saying he's the next Watt, potentially. What? He's trying to make his own way, and I do believe he understands the show, fan of the show, understand that whole thing. Yeah, here we go. And also, he's a part of the Ishigan squad that just dog-walked Ohio oh, State. Oh, dog-walked hey. those boys. Can't wait for him to join us here. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins will join wow. us. Uh, Chuck Pagano will be here live in Chuck. person. Carson Palmer will be doing his annual Cadenwood CBD <laughs> promotion yep. live here today. Day, and who knows who else? AJ and I were uh, taking a pre-show uh, bathroom break, uh-huh. and there was people coming in saying, hey, how come you can't have this person on the show? And they were asking AJ, by the way, not yep. me. I'm standing right next to them. <laughs> the guy is pitching to AJ to have on the show. So I think that might happen. Who knows who might stop by? Who knows where this conversation will go? We will continue to answer your Twitter questions. Hashtag PMS in LA. We can't wait to get to that. All the boys are here at official AJ Hawk sitting to my left. AJ and I went to a business meeting yesterday. Boys, that tone gigs is here. One half of the hammer. Cowboys, Ty Schmidt, Boston Connor is here. AJ, it's a nice vibe out here in LA. A lot of things happening, a lot of hands being shake. Us walk into a 35,000 square foot house and have a business meeting yesterday. It was awesome. This is LA, baby. Yeah, I I, I, uh, was not needed at this meeting you talk about, but I was I was glad to tag along and just be just be a tiny little part of a a very fun afternoon. You were you were glad to go, huh? Oh, I had to I drag this guy to this yeah, show. Yeah, you what? did? Hey, yeah, he wanted me to walk in there alone. Wanted me to go in by myself. I said, excuse me, AJ, we don't know what this opportunity could potentially lead to. We'd like you to come. And I'll tell you what, as soon as you walked into that house, were you not ex- incredibly pumped about it? I mean, yeah, we, we got to experience one of the craziest houses, I think, of all time, it seems like. Right in the heart of, uh, oh. of the L.A. region. It was really, really nice. So thank you for bringing me along. Elevator. What? 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 Yeah, and to be honest, I don't what? know how many floors. Because oh, they bypassed yeah. three or four of them in the elevator. Wow. And then when you got down to the bottom, there was a tree growing in the middle of the house. Whoa. Like a a common area. Fern Gully. A basement. Courtyard. It was a nice... I don't know if any business is going to get done in that place, but <laughs> sure. I do know that it was magical. And that is what L.A. does. More meetings on the way, more conversation. And obviously... Starting to pick up the buzz a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. At Boston Connor, you were talking about how awesome the city of Los Angeles is. Obviously, this is your first time out here. Now that you're starting to really feel it come alive yeah, right sure. in front of you, how, how, how do you feel about this Super Bowl 56 week out here in L.A.? I feel fantastic about the Super Bowl, Pat. I still am trying to wrap my head around the Cincinnati Bengals being a serious team going forward because my entire life, they've stunk. So now that we're here, now that it's really registering with me and I see the Joe Burrow posters and the nice weather and the sunsets and the 
Cheesecake Factory that delivered Not like me. no other in the fry place <laughs> that you guys ate from. I mean, there. That was tough to eat for. What? I had a Crunchwrap Supreme that was remixed with uh, Fire Hot Doritos, uh, two heart attacks. Yeah. What? It was a stoner's heaven there. <laughs> okay. That did get delivered to the house as well. In the Cheesecake Factory from... My. AJ put in an order bigger than Vince Young has ever ordered yeah. from Cheesecake <laughs> yep, Factory. True. We're talking about numerous corn dogs. Last night was fantastic getting to watch it. But let's get back to your Bengals conversation. Because mm-hmm. the Bengals for a long time have been a program that people have said that's not a real NFL team. No. Right. Not at all. Hey, that's a high school amateur squad over there in Cincinnati. Is that what they said? People yeah. really say yeah, that? Yeah, people yeah, say, hey, here's an amateur squad over there in Cincinnati. The fan base, the the who days, you know. Who day? Who day? Who they say gonna beat them Bengals? Who they? Just know it finally. Well, it, the thing is, it was Everybody was saying they were going to beat the Bengals because the Bengals were an amateur operation because their owner has the same shirt, same same jacket, same same hat, same building they had in 1974 when Boomer Esiason was walking to work both ways uphill in the snow. Okay, So everybody talked about them being an amateur, a laughingstock. This team's going to stink. The AFC North is the kitchen, and it is hot in the kitchen all the time. Now we're staring down not only a Super Bowl appearance here and being like the coolest team, all of America is now pulling for Cincinnati. In the city of stars, the L.A. team is obviously not holding any favors with the entire country that is seeing a team that comes from literally horses wagon to get here to LA yeah. no indoor practice facility making things happen and the luck doesn't stop there AJ mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski was asked about a year 12 you know because he's teased it a couple times if Tom Brady's retiring what does that mean for Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski came out and said if it's gonna be another guy it's gonna be Joe fucking Burrow I'll tell Whoa. you that Woo. what does that mean AJ our free agents gonna go want to go play in since a fucking natty because of Joseph Burrow dude do you think that's gonna become the case this is an entire turn of the tide from worst to first from actual outhouse to almost penthouse still sleeping outside though because you got no <laughs> indoor practice facility what a come up for the Bengals yeah. AJ well I, I assumed when I heard this that means can Gronk sign today or tomorrow and go play in the Super Bowl Ooh. with the Bengals? Is that a possibility? Well, if he retires, he's playing this season. Yeah. March, March what is if he gets contract. retired and he gets cut? How does that work? Well, if he gets cut, I think he could potentially go. I, yeah. I, but I don't know if the Bucs are going to no, cut obviously, him. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But is there Maybe, a chance? I don't know. What are, the, what are the odds that Gronk actually plays next year? Well, yeah, so this, this goes sounds... right back to Tommy B. Yeah. Because Tommy B... You know, he said he's retiring. Mm-hmm. Well, Darlington and Schefter said he's retiring. Yeah, yeah. And then he had to come out with an eight screenshot release and then a video. And it was all kind of a big clusterfuck. And Tom's dad was like, eh, was nothing's beneficial. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, they were coming out. The agent said, it'll be better coming out of Tom's mouth mm-hmm. than anybody else's mouth. And then we all felt Tom was maybe forced into retirement a little bit by the pressures of media and society. Right. Hey, your old ass go out on top. This would be a good story. You didn't win a Super Bowl. You didn't get to a Super Bowl. You've lost it, Tom Brady. You didn't even make it to the Super Bowl mm. yet again in year 75 <laughs> of the NFL. You need to get out of here. And now just less than two weeks, two weeks after that entire thing, he's already tempting going back. There's no way Gronkowski isn't tempting going back. Are they going to be at a new spot? Maybe in San Fran? Maybe somewhere else? But what are they thinking about? Steve Smith Sr., ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Steve Smith Sr. Yeah. Had a baby yeah. Steve! Had a baby yeah. Steve! Had a baby Steve! Had a baby Steve! Steve, we're live. I mean, where is the show going on? Hey, Steve, here you go. There's a microphone. That is live. We are live. Can't do public push-ups. Uh, the microphone's off. Turn the mic Microphone's on. Can't do the public push-ups. Can't hear what he's saying. They're good. Hey, no worries. We'll get it eventually. It was a good game, though. 
Good hey, to thank see you, man. Steve. Hey, it's cold in here. Why do you have your... It's not cold here. See? Yes, it is. Hey, it's freezing. It's not cold here. It's freezing in hey, here, Hey, ice up, son. Hey, ice up, son. Okay? If you're a little cold out here, you know what I mean? Go to church, dude. <laughs> All right, anyways. Um, Steve Sussinger. Couldn't hear him a little bit. That was the first time we put a microphone in there. Not sure we knew which one was the mic probably <laughs> on right. the, the audio thing. Maybe should have looked at it before the show started. But obviously, I had to figure out this mic. I didn't turn on. That's 100% on me. But we're live in a convention uh-huh. center. Things like this are going to happen. But whenever you talk about Tom Brady coming back, you assume Gronk's going to go with him. Yep. But at least now in this interview, all the Gronk might be trolling, just like he said, I don't watch any film. He might have been, you know, just saying, yeah, go play with Joe Burrow out there. No indoor practice facility. He just played in Tampa for a few years. His back was hurt. I don't know if that's actually a a case or not, but this is what Joe Burrow and the Bengals have become, a potential destination place for big-time stars. Gronk is not an Ohio guy by location or where he grew up, but I feel like his personality is an Ohio guy. So let's get into Gronk's background a little bit. Mm -hmm. Grew up in Buffalo, Uh I believe. Uh Um, for whatever reason, I might know the story. I don't know if it's a public story or not. He uh, was not able to graduate from his high school uh-huh. for one reason or not. I don't know if it was his decision or the school's decision. Wow. Sure. But then he came down to Western Pennsylvania, played at Woodland Hills High School, W-O-O-D-Y, Woody High, same high school as my mother. They are a powerhouse. Then obviously he goes on to Arizona and does his thing. So he is a Rust Belt guy. Buffalo graduated from a Pittsburgh high school. So I assume he would be just as tough, if not tougher, than everybody in Ohio. But certainly fits the mold of tough guy, don't you think, AJ? Yeah, he does, but how did he get to the, the place in Pennsylvania? Whatever happened in Buffalo, how do you get to Pennsylvania, well, though? Well, it was just a school. Like, you look around, what's good school? That's what I'm saying, so he, he wanted to go find, like, a powerhouse. Yes. Is that, but why wouldn't he find another one, like, around Buffalo? Because it's the Whippeal, dude. That's where you go to go to big Okay, I, that's yeah, what I'm asking. Yeah, you fucking Pittsburgh, dude. That's what I'm asking. So it's, like, one of those pipeline schools? Yeah. All right, well, that makes sense, then. Steve, so they probably got recruited there. Jason Taylor probably. went there. Have you heard of him? Yeah, I've ever heard of him, dude. Steve, Stevie Breast. Great player. Wow. Yeah, great player. Steve, yeah. All good players. Steve okay, so it's one of those places. Yeah, yeah. Ryan it's like Monday, IMG Academy Ryan in Monday. that area. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, obviously not an academy, but no, it it's a public school, a very public school, it's very public, very public okay. school. But studs come from all over the place. Yeah, we there. don't do like private schools like all no. these other places. Yeah. Okay, are we? Okay, it's we. You're part of it. Well, our school, I mean. Similar setup, but much worse at football. Okay. <laughs> what? Much, much, much worse at football. Yeah, yeah. That team was good at football. They, they could really run the rock. They could yeah. really run the rock. But nonetheless, Gronk talking about Cincinnati Bengals, this never happens. Now, granted, they got Trey Hendrickson. They made some money in the offseason. But this is an absolutely pivotal year for the entire Who Day, folks. And I hope they're recognizing it, enjoying it. And I like the fact that Joey B said yesterday, if we win a championship, I'm going to smoke a cigar. Because you have no idea how many championships you're going to win in this entire thing. Speaking of him talking like that, I I thought, hey, about what up, dude? I thought about it yesterday. <laughs> Kenny, good to see you, man. <laughs> um, so, like, McVay's first Super Bowl experience didn't go great. Stafford's been in the league a long time. This could be, like, a career-making game. But then on the other side, the Bengals weren't supposed to be here. Joey Burrow, you got Uzama coming out. Like, that's not a uh, tight team when he comes out, takes off his leg brace, and, like, throws it into the crowd. Oh, yeah. That's an advantage. I right? mean, the pressure is definitely on the Rams, yes. obviously. Yeah. They were they built their team to get here. They're supposed to be here. The Bengals, no one really expected them other than Zach Taylor and the rest of those guys. Go yeah. on so. about pressure, though. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, I that's think a Super Bowl. They're going to be shitting their pants. They all you? are, but we, we've talked about it in the past, like, off the air, too, with young and naive is a big benefit at times. Like you don't have those scars built up in their brain of bad things that have happened over the years. Yeah, so maybe Joe, instead of like pulling back, he's taking a shot. That he's seems- never thought of it. He's never thought about losing. Like That's a huge advantage. Like he, The dude feels like he's always in the zone. He's always ready to roll. He's what? only had success in big games as well. And I would imagine it gives them a little extra juice because they were 
getting blown out by the Chiefs last yep. week, and everyone's like, hey, they're dead. And, and they come back and win that game, never had any doubts. Like, yeah, we can beat anybody. We should beat anybody. Listen, we're down 18. But we practice in a fucking blizzard every day. <laughs> That's right. We don't even have an opportunity to go inside. You think being down 18 is the worst thing that happened to us? You remember when Jamar Chase's tongue got stuck to the pole That's right. outside of practice last week because we had no heat. We had no opportunity to do that. That is tough. 18 points ain't nothing. What if that's how Zach Taylor speaking to that team? Like, hey, we have an owner who will not pay for a scouting department. All of you guys were picked individually by your individual coaches. So when you're going out there, there's a lot of road hours by guys who had to leave their families all season, then in the offseason not sleep at all either because now they got to scout high schoolers for future generations and college guys for the draft. We have no other option than what we have in here, mostly because of our own ownership doesn't do anything. But you think being down 18 matters? We haven't slept in 18 months. We're trying to run this entire thing over here because we get no help from the front office. That is quite an advantage, I think. But do you think, I mean, do we know where the Bengals are staying? Like, is there a chance that they're all big well, time cheaps. Couple there's RVs. I seen exactly yeah, yeah. staying at an RV, maybe a motel. And by the way, with the bomb. Yesterday, you were talking about the communities as a whole, not yeah. the people. Yeah. What, sure. what, what community? The bone communities. What do you oh, okay. mean? There okay. are communities. They're, they're every oh, year. Yeah. yeah, really nice campgrounds out there. We drove by a few on overpass, the way here. dude. We drove through. Yeah. We drove under an entire overpass of uh, uh, one particular community. Seems like they're cock of the walk, by the way. Oh, oh. To meet them, you got to get onto the bridge. <laughs> That's, right. That's like the cat. The cat and all the cats in my house are trying to look for the highest perch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All of them look for it, and the one that has it is ultimately, you know, the heel of the entire day or the whole entire situation. Just like catfish, you know, I've gone noodling before, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and uh, the bigger the hole around the lake, it's not like a new hole. It's always the biggest holes in the lake are already occupied so whenever you go and put your fist in there they think you're another catfish coming for their goddamn spot so whenever you put your hand in there they try to attack you boom fist the fish right out the side you're out now guess what there's an open hole there somebody else is coming in there that's kind of what this entire situation is if you live up in that big one there's somebody trying to get to the top because that is the cream of the crop when it comes to rv bum communities but that one it feels like they got a pretty well locked down i've seen a they had a uh they had a tarp. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two sticks. They had a patio. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, they're, oh, I mean, they man. are. This is crazy out here. They're getting innovative here. Now, they say ingenuity's mother is necessity. Exactly. And I believe that is certainly happening in the RV bum community around town. There's, there's, I wonder if they play against each other in any sports. It's almost like schools at this point. Thank they you. Yeah. yeah, I think Thank you, but it's more like smoking cigs. Who can smoke the, you know, <laughs> cig the fastest, the pack the fastest. Uh, and to your point about your ingenuity breeds necessity, I actually saw a guy drinking bleach yesterday while we were driving home from the rent-a-car. Who knows what was in it? Possibly beer, possibly <laughs> vodka, possibly a mix of the three. But these communities are thriving, it seems like, because everyone's got a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, everybody does have a smile on their yeah. face, and I I'm happy you got to correct yourself because you did certainly yeah, you sound did. like a scumbag yesterday. Well, yeah. uh, you can make the argument that I am a scumbag in some sense. <laughs> but in that sense, I was just, you know, pointing out the obvious and I was talking about the community. All right, let's move along. Steelers are interviewing Colts College Scouting Director Morocco Brown. Morocco Brown has gotten numerous interviews in this interview cycle for the general managership. He's been alongside the beautiful Chris Ballard through this entire process. A lot of the front office people at the Colts are probably going to get plucked at some point. Morocco Brown's getting a lot of interviews this year. The thing about the Steelers interviewing him is just like what Tone Diggs said yesterday. We're from Pittsburgh, so we've seen this team operate a little uh-huh. bit more, I think, than most folks. They always hire from within. It's like a college. Yep. The players still go back there and hang out. It's like a bit, it's the most college like, and I don't know what Green Bay is like. I guess I shouldn't judge that. Probably. Pittsburgh feels like the most college like team. The Steelers in general, you're yeah. saying? Yeah. The 
alumni comes back. They're able to hang out. They're able to do. They this. do seem to have like the strongest like alumni. Where every game I turn on the Steelers, you see like Steeler legends usually Michaels, on the sidelines right, doing yeah. things. Brett He's usually not, leads the squad yeah, out of yeah, the tunnel. Yeah. He's Brett not Michaels. part of that. No, what? but the thing about it is, it's because all the same coaches are there. Yeah. So and, like in the front office too, right? It's yes. like a family environment. And everybody you know somebody that's there. Now granted that's a lot of that's because Tomlin has had so much success and been such a great coach. And if he wasn't a great coach, they would have to do turnover just like everybody else trying to figure out who the fucking next coach is. But a lot of the even remember Mike Tomlin told us the dog blitz is the two outside guys going. It's been that way since the beginning of Steeler, all the way back to the steel curtain. So when guys come back, they still talk about like plays and they, they yeah. really thrive and strive off the fact that it's a family. Like, hey, this is how we go. They've had success doing this as well if they didn't have success they'd get buried for this type of operation but they've had success they've had winning seasons so it's complimented as being awesome as it should be feels like a culture that you would definitely want to be a part of normally they hire from within they had lewis riddick uh-huh. uh yeah. in there from obviously straight out of the monday night football booth now they got morocco brown in there i wonder if they're looking from the outside in trying to fix a problem that they've had not winning a playoff game in a long time they also interviewed ed dodds from the ballard gm tree mm-hmm. um but to your point like they just hired a new defense coordinator he came from the inside uh they hired a new offensive coordinator last year he came from the inside uh everyone who they always hire is from the inside so that's why like when you is that a good or a bad thing though uh, i i i tend to think it i always used to like it because they always had success so why do something that you haven't done before but Pat does mention there hasn't been a playoff win in a couple years. Long time, yeah, and that AFC North's getting hot. Forever. Hey, it's getting hot in that AFC North. Joey B, who's Mike get Gronk on a goddamn Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, I mean, and then let's not even talk about I mean, Lamar Jackson had a bad year. That kind of thing stumbled yeah. out of the gates with the whole COVID situation yeah. and the injury situation yeah. and this situation. Lamar Jackson's still going to be Lamar Jackson next year, we hope. By the way, we, we, hope. we hope they get back to being the Ravens. Pay him. Hopefully in a post-COVID, you know, COVID, right? Uh-huh. Right. 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 I mean, when's right. the last time, though, the Bengals have been a real threat in that division like this? Well, never really. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. when Carson Palmer? Maybe yeah. when Carson you, Palmer became Yeah, I mean, the year there. I was there, yeah, we went to the playoffs when I was there and got beat by the Steelers in the playoffs. But, yeah, uh, now. Yeah, but, you guys had that game won. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We had about 100 yards of penalties in one play that actually ended the season for us. That was a tough one. Discipline, dude. <laughs> that was a tough one to get over. <laughs> you ran into the locker room. What do you mean? You guys had multiple coaches on the 50 yard line, bro. That was Joey Porter. He's a player coach. Hey, Joey Porter beat the fuck out of a player, coach, and a bouncer. He is the man. I don't blame Joey. I blame the ref for allowing it out there like yeah, joey did do it joey was doing his job helping his team out man and it absolutely worked yeah. it was a good deal for him that not was. us not us and cincy but now if you're the afc north okay you're worried about the Bengals for the next 15 years aren't you if you're oh, yeah. a gm of some other team in the I'm, afc I'm north i'm more worried about the Bengals than i am the ravens because i think joey burrow is better than lamar jackson that's what it comes down to well joey huh. burrow plays in a style that you've seen have a lot of success yeah. for a long time two six foot six monsters just walked through here Jeez. all Holy tatted shit. up trey wingo just came through kenny main just moments ago had a baby trey hey. had a baby trey had a baby tray. That guy's got a sweet mullet. Yeah, too. that guy yeah, is six six. That's yeah. if you drank the ooze, that would be you. Dude. So like, I I'm wish. wondering. I'm wondering. Like, is that is that just an Aussie punter? And I don't want to judge somebody, but is that an Aussie <laughs> punter that's a, a going into the draft this year? Like, the, that's honestly what I think when I first see <laughs> somebody that's six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds, yoked mullet. Completely tatted. I'm like, oh, that's an Aussie. Yeah, that's an Aussie coming e- through. Either that, or he's ex special forces who had yeah. like 150 confirmed kills. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to show this guy, but I mean, I mean, he should. It'd be hard to under. I think he's in a spot that I don't know if I can get to. Oh, oh yeah, you got him. There he is. There there is. You got him. I don't know there if I'm. Right, right side. Get him to wave. Right side. No, I know, but I can't get to. That's in. He's in that's a dead the, spot. Oh, oh shit. Well, yeah, he's ex special forces. He knows where the dead spot. Bro, he's hiding in a spot in which you can't see him. 
This dude. There it, there it is. There it Boom. is. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Look at that guy. He's huge. What do you do, sir? <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. You're a monster, dude. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, both of you. Both of you. Yeah. 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 How we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Get that thing going. That guy's got four days of tattoo time wow. in the chair yeah. on his arms. That guy is a He might be an Aussie punter. We're not 100% sure. We'll try to get the name on old buddy there that could beat the fuck out of you, AJ. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes, both of them could. Either right. way, tell the Steelers to call him. I mean, Jesus. See that Washington Commanders gear. I did. Look. We are commanders. Bum 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 bum. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Is that real? Is that really a thing though that they're gonna do? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the guy just cheered for it. He's from the. He's from the team. It appears. I don't know if anybody else is getting that type of gear. No way. I mean, you got that Letterman. Yeah, Dan Snyder has a sweet letter jacket. I gotta get all the way back around. This thing's a little slower than it was yesterday. Oh no, he's going back. Don't go that side. Oh, no, I got to turn this thing all the way around. This is the best idea you ever had. I thank you. I feel good about it. I felt really, really good about it. No, he's going back into the dead. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. He's, he's a ghost. He hey, listen, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of high-speed chases here in L.A., and guys do get away. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. You know, we got a chance. Uh, obviously, smoking scans from out here. He literally has made an entire yeah. Twitch stream to smoking <laughs> and following L.A. police chases. And we've gotten a chance to see and hear a lot of them, actually. There was a motorcycle that crashed in front of our house last night. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was Pretty a motorcycle insane. that crashed right in front of our house last night. That's right. Night. Well, didn't you guys have a helicopter fly over the your house like four or five times? Yeah. Yeah. We still don't know what that's about all about. About 45 minutes. Yeah, obviously AJ had an entire theory. Oh, oh is that yeah. right? No, I just waving. You know that. All right, let's get to a break. Um, it's no theory. 24 minutes in here. We got Aiden Hutchinson joining us on the other side. Yeah, I guess uh, Kurt Warren did not make it. Oh, no. Kurt. That's, you know, it would have been a true underdog story if he would have been able to beat that traffic. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he would have been able to beat that yeah, traffic, I'm, I'm just not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure there would have been better tales told about it because we seen that traffic just moments ago. It was not great. No, yeah. build up. I think there's a chance, though, he found out Hutchinson was coming on and knew that AJ's probably going to try and fight him and didn't want to get mixed up in the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry. You're right. When we get back on the other side, we might have a man from Michigan named Aiden Hutchinson who's probably going one or two yeah. 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 in the next draft. This is a great time to be in the draft if you're not a QB because everybody's saying this draft class uh-huh. stinks at QB. Yeah. So shout out to Aiden. Also, Big Icky. I met Big Icky yesterday at really? a, uh, NC State Let's go. tackle. Yeah, he may go right after Aiden. Yeah, they're, they're talking about them going one, two. Or what? Damn. I didn't, obviously, I didn't scout any left tackles coming out of college. Yeah. I should have. I'll I'll dive into that these next couple months as we get ready for draft prep, obviously, because draft spectacular is coming bigger and badder than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know if anybody's going to get picked higher than that guy that I met yesterday. Did you show him your pass set? Oh, yeah. Right, I don't want to give him the game. He's a, he's a rook-ass rook. You do it. get a rush on you. I'm right fucking oh, buried. Yeah, Aiden for right real. Here. This might be bad for the draft yeah, stock, pal. I believe, joining us now, people are saying he's going to be top two, not two. Mm-hmm. Michigan defensive end, a man that led the Wolverines into the ass beating of the Ohio State Buckeyes this year. All the way into the college football playoff. Ladies and gentlemen, probably the first overall pick in the NFL draft coming up. Congrats on the bag, cuz. Ladies and gentlemen, Aiden Hutchins. Yeah! Appreciate you. Sorry, good to see you, man. Good to see you too, man. God, you're a big son of a bitch, huh? I I mean, you are. Hey, he's a big guy. What's up, brother? Hey, 
Let's go. Let's go, man. Hey, you got the headset right to your left there. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. I know you're very busy. You're here for Auto Trader. What are we pumping? What are we selling? Yep, yep. So, um, you know, it's been a crazy year. Yeah, and, and it's, hey, <laughs> it's been a crazy year, ain't hey, <laughs> it? And it's only getting crazier. So that's why I'm excited to partner with Auto Trader uh, for my first purchase uh, as a car in the NFL. Um, they have a great wide selection. Really? And, um, you know, they so also good. they have their, their best new cars list for 2022. So I'll definitely be oh. searching through that. Oh, so there's different options that you can go yes. on autotrader.com and kind of look through and everything. <laughs> yes, like. exactly. What do you think? So, for instance, when I was uh, growing up, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of rap songs and rap videos yep. I watched. I saw the Cadillac Escalades. And oh, they yeah. were really getting put over. Oh, yeah. And then there was this house up on the hill that had a mega mansion, you know, it was in a different town. Right. Had the Cadillac Escalade behind it. So I said, as soon as I get money, guess what? Boom. I'm buying a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> so literally, day I got drafted, bought a Cadillac Escalade. Didn't get the signing bonus for three months. Almost got the, re the thing repoed. Had an incredible <laughs> interest rate, but I knew I was going to get an Escalade. Have you thought about this? Whenever you inevitably get drafted, what you're going to buy from your friends at so, Trader? you know, I I'm Truck? thinking... People take me for a truck guy, but I don't. You're see, a big son of a you, bitch. You, you know, <laughs> and you are a big dude. You are a large man. So you, you know the Jeep Gladiator? Jeep, that's a truck, I guess. It's a Jeep truck. Bronco, Ford Bronco, maybe oh. something along those lines. So maybe I'm looking for something sleek, but but not too much. Yeah. Something a little more on the uh, on the down low. Yeah, because okay. the car is going to speak a lot about you, too, when you show up. That's right. You know That's I mean? right. Hey, is this guy ready to work, or is this oh, guy 100%. just here for the glamour? And, and you know I'm a, I'm a Midwest grit guy, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys. So well, maybe just an F-150 classic. Honestly, that might be better for, for my look. Uh, so, Aiden, let's talk about it. you got to be pretty excited. Hell of a season for Michigan, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys beat the shit out of the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Do, do, we, do so. we have any? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. pissed. He's pissed. You guys won. Hell of a game. Hell of an atmosphere. Calm down, AJ. Yeah. Well, you take it easy, dude. What you, take it easy. Hey, hey, hey is everything okay, dude? Is you guys everything dominated okay? him. No, I don't ever have an issue when a team comes out and beats him. Like, hey, you did it. It was impressive. What was the difference this year? You Obviously, think about that you mission? were a gigantic yeah. part of it. Yeah, massive. Part of it. Yeah, the D line, by the way, the entire D line was uh, getting after it. But what yeah. was the different about this year, you think, for Michigan as opposed to years past? Man, I think, um, you know, this year we really put an emphasis on them. Um, I, I know it's, 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 it's different every year with different teams, but. Um, this team, I mean, we came in spring ball, fall camp, most energy I've ever seen. Dude storming fields in, in the practices, some, oh. some, some stuff you never see in practice. And I was seeing this. I was like, well, we might have a chance this year. I don't know if that means we're going to win any ball games, but, hey, <laughs> all these boys want to play football. So um, I, I knew we had a chance from the beginning, but um, going into that game, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, they were, they were the Goliaths. We were always the David for the past 15 years, and, um, I think we really imposed our will on the Bucks. Yeah, you did. Didn't you? You um, just I mean, punked them, oh, yeah. even the offense. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. smash mouth, run it down oh, your face. Oh, right. We're, this is what we're going to do to you. I know. I mean, it was great. I don't know how West Virginia did this year, but yeah, you guys definitely played well in that game. <laughs> this isn't about me. <laughs> I okay, know. This is about. I know it's this not. is about Michigan and Michigan and Ohio State. And who's <laughs> the reigning champ? Okay, who's got the title? Michigan does a lot because of you. Um, you said a lot of energy in the team and everything like that, and we should have paid attention closely. Uh, this year was your launching a superstardom. Right. Yep. I should have looked into this more. Did you have to develop late, or have you always been this guy and we just didn't pay attention, or um, did something click this last year that really well, catapulted We actually you? got um, a new defensive coordinator this year, and he's from the, the Ravens, so they kind of brought in that 3-4 scheme. So I, I, I'm, I was now playing stand-up outside backer this year, and that I think that just unleashed me. That unleashed um, – he gave me a lot of freedom. So 
um, I really just went there and, and played my ball, and um, I think it really let me to flourish. And I think that was a big reason why. Go ahead, AJ. Do you care in, in the league what you play? 3-4 outside backer or a 4-3 DM with your hand in the ground? doesn't matter. And have they been I, asking you? Have you gotten any of those conversations yet? I, I haven't had any conversations with the teams yet about that. But I, I, I just thinking about it, I would want to play a 3-4 outside backer just because um, you know, the amount of vision, just you can see the play developing, you can see things, and I'm able to react to, the th- to those things a lot better just standing up and being able to get that rolling get off. So, do you yeah. like rushing from two point or three point better? Two point, yeah, two point, yeah, everything two point because the way the offenses are right now, too. Like, you're, you're the guy getting read off of, right? Yeah. So, I oh, think 100%. whenever you're standing, it gives you a little bit more athleticism, yeah, you think? more athleticism, more, more vision with the play, faster play recognition, all of that. How's the you working out right now? So are you gonna run and do all that shit? Yeah, doing all. You that. are gonna at combine. You're gonna do everything. Oh hell, I'm, I'm not scared of anything. Oh, it's Midwestern <laughs> grit boy. It's a Midwestern grit, grit boy. Look, I'm not scared to, to show off anything. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna light that thing up, and um, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, I'm just out here working out, working my butt off, and um, you know just getting. How many after reps? It. How many two twenty five reps? You yeah, think? what are we thinking? We did some. You got some long arms. Some you are not set up for even. I'm sure you can do a hundred. I'm thinking. 35. Jeez. Is that a lot? I don't know. With his arms, too? That'd be, that's a massive Are you a naturally yoked, guy, like, strong guy? Like, AJ's um, a naturally powerful guy. Are you a naturally powerful guy, or did you have to yeah, build? Yeah, no, I'm, pre- I'm pretty naturally powerful, but, I mean, I was skinny as hell. I mean, I, I, this is, I had to make all this, but, like, you know, I'm naturally powerful, naturally, naturally explosive, but, yeah. How's the hips? You got good because they're gonna have you run that what straight line back up. Uh, you'll do that. Run the hoop, right. You can run the hoop. Every every hoop. Drill, yeah, the, everything. Oh yeah. 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 Back pedal. Go forward. Go sideways. Um, I you guess, know, because your generation, I don't want to say your generation, but there's a lot more thought of like, is this worth it or not? In right. the business sense of everything. Oh, now, yeah. granted, you're in a college football playoff, so yeah. there's no conversation to be had there. Right. But like the workouts and the combine, yeah. I think the fact that you're working out and doing stuff, right. like a lot of teams are going to be like, thank you. Because you got like right. a lot of old school football dudes that yeah. see it the old way as opposed to the business side. Yeah. So you're doing all this shit that may not correlate to the game, I think is good. Yeah. Personally. I think that is a yeah. personally good thing, and I hope you crush it, dude. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, when I is the uh, combine? training started you already started yeah yeah we started in january and we're rolling we're combines two or three weeks away yeah. so we're here combines two three weeks away indianapolis yeah, yeah. Great. Where it usually so you're is, gonna right? love it. You've been. I was in Indy for the Big Ten championship. Yeah, yeah exactly. of course you've been in one. Exactly. Been, yeah, yeah. Michigan State because we have a guy from Michigan State. Yeah. His name's Evan. I mean, literally Ohio State here, Michigan State right Hell back yeah. here. Yeah. And he used to. Yeah, there he is. Right there. <laughs> he used to say, you know, Michigan's never been to Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship. Yeah. That's a yeah. shame or whatever. So hey. you changed the game for Michigan forever. We did. We, uh, yeah, I guess. Your thoughts on Harbaugh? What's that all about? Yes. What's going on? Look, you like Harbaugh as a person, I assume. He was your yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. A real good dude is, is a guy you want to play for. Uh, I thought he was gone, to be honest with I you. I think he thought he yeah. was gone, too. Yeah, because I thought we never had a season like that at Michigan ever. So I think, you know, end on a high note, call it. But <laughs> hey, he's back for more, and he's not done yet. So uh, we'll see what, what he does in the future and, and how Michigan is next year. Go ahead, Ty. I am an uh, Iowa grad, so the Big Ten Championship was one of the most miserable nights of my <laughs> life. So I appreciate that. But – Obviously, whoever you get drafted by, I, sh- I assume, you know, you're just happy to get there and start working. Are you a little bit relieved that Urban is no longer in Jacksonville? Michigan, man, you can't be playing for an Ohio State guy, right? Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I don't know how much I could talk about that, but, um, you know, him, him just being an Ohio State guy, me being a Michigan guy, we're already button heads off the start, and you, you don't want that, you know, starting out with your first head coach. Hey, who – um. Who what gives you a problem? Long arm guys, shorter guys, athletic guys, powerful guys. You talking about tackles? Yeah. It's shorter dudes. Just because I'm I'm six six, so 
I mean, they're they're naturally already under me in, in everything. So it's like that. Who that's, are you working that's with? You working with tough. any like uh, pass rushers or anything like that? Do you work um, on anybody? Who's film do you watch? Do you watch film? And I assume I do. I watch a lot of profile. I watch a lot of TJ. I mean, you got to watch TJ. I mean, he's the. That's what I say. You kind of look like a what? <laughs> Another what? <laughs> Is that what, a compliment? What is that? What, what is what is what's what? TJ what? JJ what? Beer what? Whiskey what? Vodka what? Tequila what? Hutchinson what? That's what it sounds like and looks like. Okay, all right. Well, I didn't know you, you guys were so synchronized with that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we do for a living. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible every single time. What you do is much better than us. But do you you try to learn from TJ? And is there yeah, any other TJ, guys? TJ Bosa's. I mean, all those dudes that are so. Um, big names and, and I mean you watch the film and, and they're a big name for a reason you know they're so elite with their hands and, and, and their get offs and, and, and all that so um, you know I have a I just try to take little bits and pieces and, and add it to my own style the game that you can learn out there as a pass rusher is insane I got a chance to watch Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney yeah. and now Mathis is doing entire camps trying to get oh, game to people yeah going forward it's called the gridiron gang and watching just the little tricks that you pick up on get off like what he's looking at for get off it's so little it's yes. just the littlest it things that your entire difference. career potentially yeah, it's crazy and tj said he turns off the tv and he just has or he he turns off all the lights and just has the sounds of the quarterback in his cadence for the next game he listens really? to like three games of the guy just his cadence yeah to try to catch onto his beats that's yeah. like the next level shit oh know? yeah that's huge that's whenever you have nothing but football to do that's right school michigan school tough did you graduate oh, oh i graduated i graduated hey! thank you, nice. thank you. Hey, it was uh, it was no joke though it was no joke in the kinesiology program as well jeez you know what's what? that mean Movement science, don't worry about it. PT, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hey, you can be a gym teacher. You don't get number one overall, but be a gym <laughs> teacher. Right. That's right. Out of Michigan. I'll go back to my old high school. Uh, well, good luck with everything. Good luck with the training. Good luck with the combine. Good luck with uh, whatever car you pick from autotrader.com, obviously. All right. Yeah. Hey, I like, thank you for that plug right there. Hey, listen, man. I want you to get as much money as possible. <laughs> listen, you're going to get a lot of money tackling people and making plays. That's right. You're going to get even more money. What up, Austin? You're going to get even more money from the auto traders of the world if you can move some That's cars. Right. That's right. So, Aiden Hutchin, let's move some goddamn cars and good luck in the draft. Uh, real quick, I have a pretty good pass set. Just to know if you wanted to uh, maybe have a little bit of a get off, uh, a little bit of a situation. I've been working with a lot of guys. Oh. NFL coach, no big deal. Okay. Uh, I never really got a chance, but I mean. Uh, I think we should go. Yeah, yeah. We should give it a shot. Wait, wait. What, what are you? No, he's gonna he's gonna pass that. He wants you to ru rush the passer. Yeah, yeah. Careful. Don't you gotta get give him the the handheld. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Right, right in the, my kitchen. Yeah. Watch out for the table. You got it. Give him a cadence. Give him a cadence. I got two. Grenadine. Grenadine. Say hut, hut. Look at him. He's already around you. See that? He's coming back upfield. He's Watch coming back. Watch him down. Sorry. <laughs> He's going to retrace. He has it. That was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Aiden Hutchinson. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate hey, it. Appreciate great, it, man. Dude. Hey, you're going to be you're going to be awesome. Hey. Congrats. Good luck with everything. Hey, you too, dude. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, welcome back to the Pat McAfee Show here live from Radio Row in Los Angeles, the convention center, which is sponsored by Crypto.com, just like everything else in this city. We're on the FanDuel stage and we're having a great time being joined now by a Hall of Famer, an icon, a legend, and anytime your story is made into a movie and it's incredibly well received, that has to be a great thing to put underneath the belt ladies and gentlemen mm. kurt warner yeah what's going on guys how we doing kurt 
first of all, you look so cool. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I didn't, I didn't have any sleeveless T-shirts to wear. No, so, no, uh, no. So I had to throw this on. No. How many, how many do you own? Like, is that one of those things like you see in the movies where one guy goes in, he's got all his black suits? Do you just have all these? Yeah, 50, sleeveless fifty to sixty. Fifty of to sixty. Of <laughs> Same just, exact. Just ones. hung up. You just pull it out every day. Okay, I like yeah, it. I well, like the it. issue you is you got to have your thing. Well, yeah, me and Steve Jobs. You know, we decided we didn't want to waste uh, energy in the morning picking out our costumes nice. every single day. So nice. I have fifty to sixty of these. Good call. And the way I pick which ones I want and which ones, I, how much cat hair is on each one? You know, I got uh, dogs and cats. You wash them; they're black. It's going to happen, though. You look incredibly cool. We were hoping maybe the silver jacket, which was quite a buzz. How did that become a thing? And uh, where is that thing right now? It should be in Canton. Isn't that the most amazing thing is that you get into the football world and you think, okay, you know, people watching you to hear your analysis and the amount of time that they talk about what you wear, uh, you know, so for that game, you know, I live in Arizona, so I don't have any cold weather gear. So every year I got to go buy a new coat just to do a, a TV game. And so my wife was just on, hey, you like this one? I'm like, oh, yeah, I like the silver one. Let's do it. Because you always got to make a statement when you're on TV. But it took a, on a life of its own, obviously, and we had a lot of it, a lot of fun with it. But uh, it worked out well with the promotion of the movie and people talking about it. And you got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes, you know. Hey, it was great marketing. Exactly, I, I, you it, didn't do it on purpose. Clearly, it sounds like, but in the end, great no. marketing. That jacket was talked about by everybody, and then immediately no. followed. Oh, is movie also out or right. coming out at the exact time? Exactly. And we have chatted about this on the show. <laughs> we thought there was no chance this movie had any chance. <laughs> now, listen, Kurt. You know, well, Kurt, I appreciate that. Kurt, no, Thank no, you. Kurt. Not your fault. Not your fault. <laughs> yeah. You've seen the. I don't want to say like the bullshit corny, yep. like the practice, the football yep. is terrible, the mm -hmm. storyline. They try to take your very good story and Hollywood it and mm -hmm. turn it into this whole thing. Yep. The conversation around the movie has been mm -hmm. the complete opposite. And yeah. I want to let you know from all of us, very impressed well, by yeah, that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and trust me, that was my concern yes. as well, You know, especially being a man of faith. Uh, you know, a lot of people have seen the Christian movies that are that are kind of corny on top of that. And then you get the football and you go like, okay, we're going to take this actor and try to, to make him into a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's not going to work. <laughs> and so there's all these things that you worry about in making the movie. And, and you just say, man, we just don't want to lose anybody with those different pieces. And I think there is a an unbelievable balance in the movie. But more importantly, as you said, it's it's a true story. Yeah. And it's not just my story. It's my wife's story. It's my son's story who was injured when he was four months old. And how all of the underdogs kind of connect in our family. And that, to me, is where the power in this movie is, is that you can go as a football fan and you get some great football stuff. But you can go as a mother or a father or in a relationship and you can gain so much more and so much more depth from this movie. And that's why I believe everybody that's gone and seen it has had a positive review. I, I've seen one negative, with all social media. Ah, you'll see I've it had, though. No, but I've had one negative comment and that was somebody that just wanted the story to be a little different. Like your brother wasn't in it enough and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, okay, I'm sorry. We, you know, we couldn't tell we'll everything. A 15 hour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so we are extremely happy and we know that it's impacted people, which is exactly the movie we wanted to make. And so I look forward to, uh, to hearing from all you guys when you get a chance to see it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it next week. The wife actually already downloaded it awesome. for the computer awesome. for our flight over to uh, an island I'm going to go disappear on after the yeah. season. But the crossover, you know, looking for that crossover from yep. sports into the mainstream whenever you're talking about, yep. even if you're not a football fan, you'll be able to right. love the entire story. Yep. It's amazing. We talked to Marshall Falk yesterday. Okay. And we got him early, and he was here for San Diego State, the new Snapdragon Stadium. And we asked about you, obviously. And he, hey, 
I love that dude. I was about to say, I don't know if you love got a chance dude. to watch it, and I hope somebody around you clips it and shows it. Uh, the way he responded and the way he like lit up talking about you was amazing. And I think AJ and I both. He said were, you're the best human he knows. I think yeah. he said that oh, multiple it, times. It was awesome, yeah. but it was genuine. It was his natural reaction, too. Yeah. And I thinking about your underdog story and going into the locker room and the way you break down and analyze games i feel like being a good teammate was like a massive part of your entire thing right and do well, you think that's uh, changing at all in the modern era but don't you think that's the that has important. to be a part of it yeah. and especially when you're a quarterback and the thing that you realize is leadership can look a lot of different ways there's not just one cookie cutter way to lead but i always felt like no matter how you did it you have to be authentic in it People have to believe that what you're selling is true to who you are. And that's kind of how I always live my life. You know, even when I'm an analyst, you're going to get the honest truth. If you don't like it or if it's my team and, you know, you're a player and you're like, oh, he's – I'm just telling you what I honestly believe and what I honestly feel. And that's the same way that I tried to live my life is I'm just going to be me. And I'm just going to be real in the way that I'm real. I think the way that you're real on this show, why it has such the effect is because when somebody sees you off the set, when somebody sees you in a different place out of the huddle, they go, oh, that guy's not any different. He's the exact same guy just in a different, you know, in a different role. And so that to me was always key is getting people to go, all right, we want to know who you are. I want to know what you're about, and then lead us that way. And, and uh, you know, again, it's probably different than other guys have, have led. And um, But for me, it was about connecting with those different guys and saying, hey, you'll get this every time with me, whether we're on the, the field or off the field, whether it's with my wife or it's with my teammates, you're going to get the same guy. And you can say you go on these. Because he, he do got one of those. Go ahead, AJ. Did, how did like did anything change after you know the underdog story? It's unbelievable. You come in, boom, you win a Super Bowl. Did any of your preparation change? Or did you ever find yourself strained from like, okay, how do I still have a chip on my shoulder? How do I still play this underdog role when you were thrust into the limelight and you dominated and were so good? You know, the funny thing is, is that I was not the chip guy. Like okay. even though you know all the things you're always against fighting, me grinding, and but under- yeah. You know, the bottom line for me was oh, like Oh, you just, had no spite in you? No. I mean, oh, too good big spite guy. guy. Well, because, he, guy. because here was the thing is I think you always have to be realistic about your own situation. Hmm. Like, I could have been mad at everybody. Like, why didn't you see I was so talented? Why didn't you think I was so good? You, I understood. I sat on the bench for four years in college, yeah. you know, and then I got hmm. a, a little chance here, and then I get cut, and I'm playing arena. And it's like – why did I think people were going to come to the grocery store and go, dude, you need a chance? Or, you know, play an arena football and go, oh, you just happen to be the one guy we'll pluck and play in the NFL. So I understood what my story was. So I wasn't mad at anybody. Granted, I wanted that. Out. Like, yeah. somebody give me a chance, and, and I'll show you. But it was never like, oh, I'm mad at you because you didn't, or my college coach because I sat on the bench for four years. I understood there were things I needed to learn and things I needed to get better at so I could be the player I was when I finally made it. So I was never the guy that was always looking for a chip. Bottom line for me is I love to play the game. I love to compete, and I wanted to be great. And that to me was enough. Whatever you think you can think, I just want to be great in this moment when I have a ball in my hands, and that was enough motivation for me. Last question before we let you go, and we know you're very busy, and we appreciate you stopping by. I mean, you're Kurt Warner. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what that means, but thanks for having me on.
Or you're Kurt. You have a movie about you, dude. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you, 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 need to just, you need to look in the mirror. I know you don't got any spite for anybody, but there was a lot of people that were wrong. There was a lot of people that were wrong, and you become an absolute monster. What do you think about Joey Burrow? I, I, I feel like he's an old school guy. Do you get the same feeling? Is that how quarterbacks uh, kind of view him? I do. It's, it's so funny that you know I had a chance to interview him this week, and like he's so low key. Like, you know, we have this perception because he's got the, you know, the silver puffy jacket like me and he wears (laughs) wears the glasses and he's got the bling. And so you kind of expect when you sit down with him, like, man, here's going to be this guy that just – and he's just like, hey, it's cool. I'm here, you know, like I'm excited. I knew I would be good. And and so I just – I love the idea that – you know, what we're making into a big deal, he doesn't see as a big deal. He's just like, I just play ball, and I'm good at playing ball, and I'm confident in myself, but I, it, there's not an air about him at all. And, and I do lo- I love that part of it, that he is extremely confident, you know, very much like me. I was stocking shelves in a grocery store, and I'm like, I can do that. I, I can play. You I know, can throw darts, You know, I'm, I'm not going to run around and, and, you know, here, point at me, look at me. But you have that inner confidence, and that's what I love about Joe is that, I also think a little of the adversity. He was a guy that sat on the bench yeah. in college, had to transfer from one school to another. You know, the injury that he's been through some adversity, and so I don't think these moments overwhelm him because you realize, oh, I've been through some life before, and this is just a football game at the end of the day. Um, but he's been so great in the big moments, and, and we just need more guys at that position that play great in the moment. And, you know, him and, and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes now, I mean, Get excited about what we're going to see for the next decade, especially in the on the AFC side of things. Hey, what's going on with Kyler over there in Arizona? I, well, hey, listen, oh, we don't dive into it, but no, hey, no, no, no. you guys know more about that social no, media no, stuff. No, 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 no. You know what it means whenever is. you delete somebody out of your life. I mean, you don't have to know <laughs> social media to know that. Uh, you're here with uh, TiVo. Uh, streaming your favorite show, the hottest movies or live sports can be confusing. If you don't remember what app it's on, TiVo can help solve your streaming dilemma with their easy-to-use TiVo Stream 4K. How long have you been with TiVo? TiVo has been doing been in game. Been They've been in the game for a long time. A lot of people have forgotten about them, but you know, you guys know, you guys know all about the streaming. Is like you got all these crazy platforms now. My wife is the streamer. I don't know if Samantha's. Is, I don't know who the streamer is, but she's always watching the TVs and the yeah, movies. Yeah. Hey, we got to watch this. And then she goes to try to find it, and she's like, "Dang it, I don't Google. remember <laughs> what." It's all, so. TiVo created this stream 4K, one device, plug it into the back of your TV, it houses all the platforms, so now you can just go to your your search, hey, I want to watch a football movie, I'm going to watch American Underdog. It will pull it up from whatever streaming service it's on, you don't Sweet. have to worry about well, it, it's easy, idea. so it will connect them all together, and obviously it's smart like everything else, so if you like football movies, it's going to give you the suggestions from all those different platforms, so it's a one-stop shop for all of your streaming, you just plug it in, you rock and roll, you go, go to TiVo.com, Amazon, $29.99, one time, easy. I just made life easier for everybody. Wow. wow. He's hey, such a pro. Let's go. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, go. Let's go. True underdog story, TiVo. Everybody thought it was <laughs> yeah. going to be out because DVR was streaming. Right. And TiVo said, nah, don't nope. worry about it. We're actually just going to become the we, library of everybody's <laughs> shit. We are yeah. coming back, baby. Genius. That's it. That's it. That's what underdogs do, right? You think they're out? Look Ooh. at this. They're right back in. Hey, uh, that Joey Burrow uh, going through adversity. That was a house built on, uh, you know, a solid foundation, not sand. Feels yep. like that's what adversity brings you, that type of stuff. We can't thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, NFL Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, Kurt Warner. Thank you, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Kurt. What you guys are doing. You guys Woo. are great. Hey, you're the best, dude. Is a man who I have seen work up close and personal. Incredibly talented, incredibly electrifying. A man who got his ass beat by Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble a few days ago. Look at 
to get his stake at claim at the Elimination Chamber in two weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, Seth! Hey, no musically, I know musically. Uh, uh, no music. Yeah, uh, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I don't know if I want to shake your hand right now after what I just heard coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm a truth talker, right. dude. I'm a truth talker, dude. All right, I'm going to do this. Hey, hey, who's the man? Huh? You're the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the man. <laughs> right there, pal. The headset's right to your left. You You've been there, those. done that. The suit looks amazing. Wow. Hey, suit looks amazing. Oh, get a full zoom. Oh! oh! Like the whole Brian Kelly deal, the slow-mo cam. Do we have that? Yeah. The oh, oh, yeah. yeah. With the music. Yeah. With the platform. Get the gat. Get the gat. Yep. Yeah. Down there. We do that entire thing. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins, obviously WWE superstar. So, uh, former champion. Looking to do that once again. Obviously dressed fantastically. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins, how you doing, pal? Welcome to Super Bowl Radio Row. Oh, thank you for having me. I, you know what? You stand a lot. That is my first question. You stand a lot and yeah. as someone who falls down for a living oh i get it how how does your back hold up for hours on end standing up that I, I couldn't do it i i had to get a chair out there i there's no way well i think the reason why you have to sit down is because your back you know you especially there for a while there was like a good three to four year run where it appeared as if every time you got into a ring you were trying to kill yourself yeah. you would do a superplex into another plex you would do a jump into another thing flying around i think your back is going to be damaged much more than mine probably forever if i had to guess yeah. with that being said with that being said I used to sit down for every show before I did that War Games match, huh? That's right. Then I go off the top of the cage, <laughs> T1 right. to T7. Can't even walk now. I got to yeah. stand. That's what it's like. Yeah, Seth. That's, that's what it's fair. Like. That is what it's like. It's true. It's it's rough. It's rough and tumble, man. How long you been uh, professional wrestling? Oh, what it, what it, what year is this now? 22. 22. Uh, we lost a year there in 2020. Uh, I don't know. It's been like uh, 18 years. Damn. First love, full no, love? No, no, no. How long? Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing. Everything. I, I've been a fan since I was four, since the moment I saw Hulk Hogan rip his T-shirt off. I had the toothbrush. I had the wrestling buddy. I had the whole deal, and uh, I never looked back. Never wanted to do anything else. And where are you from? What state? Iowa. The great yeah. state of Iowa, my yeah. man. Hey, you Hawkeye know John state. Wayne Gacy? Um, sounds familiar. Yeah, he's man of the year, Waterloo, Iowa. That's, right. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, great. Great. Iowa guy. Great city. Yeah, Waterloo, <laughs> great, great, great city. Uh, but you're a big-time Bears fan, right? Yeah, born and raised in Davenport. We have uh, some teams around. You know, the, the Packers are up north, the Vikings way up there, the Chiefs off to the west. But most people in the Quad City area, Chicago Bears fans, for So your sure. whole life wrestling and football, is that kind of – because every time I talk to you backstage, I get a chance to chat. Your passion for the Bears is real, and the Bears stink. So they, like some, <laughs> that's kind of tough, you know. So every conversation is always a negative one. I know. We had a, a little window there during the Lovey Smith years. We had a little window where we were very good. Um, now just a lot of hope and failure every single season. It's a lot of disappointment because I just think, I'm like, oh, we're so close. We're right there. We're right on the cusp. We're at that 500, we just got a break. And then, you know, we had the Matt Nagy rookie season. And we, everything was looking good. And then the double doink. And uh, then it's just, uh, oh, no. it's, been a, uh, uh, it's, it's been a shit show. Yeah, Cody Park. Can I say that? Can I say that on the yeah. show? Well, I don't know if... Uh, actually, probably not. We're going to get taken down. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Did I just ruin the whole thing? I don't know. we got to ask. Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You got that whole thing figured nah. out. Yeah. yeah. Cool, nice. cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's been all downhill since there. So, woo. Yay, Bears. Great. Uh, go ahead, AJ. <laughs> so, when you're watching, like you said, 18 years, how old are you? 
I am 35 you're, years geez, old. You're so yeah. young. So you knew early on when you were playing other sports, you think it helps you as a wrestler? Like, did you play basketball? Did you play football, baseball, anything like that? So, yeah, I played all those things growing up until I was like 14, and that's when I just dove headfirst into pro wrestling. I, I was in my backyard doing Cactus Jack off Is that what trampoline. it was, really? So that, and then did you get noticed from that? Or like, how did you eventually get into it then? No, so let me answer your first question because the competitive nature of team sports or individual sports, I think, translates very well to pre professional yeah. wrestling. Now I have a wrestling school in Iowa, and I I find Black and Brave Wrestling. Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. And I find that the kids that I train who never have had, had any background in anything sporting, they have a they have a long way to go to figure out the competitive. Hey, the we can get into this in life too, by the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so that that's a, a whole different thing. Yes. When I when I <laughs> so it does help in that regard, hundred percent, and just the coordination and timing, hand eye spatial stuff awareness, you, yeah, learning how to fall. Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to move your body through space, all that stuff, and and then by the time I was fourteen, we're talking attitude era. Yes. So we're talking DX, Stone Cold, NWO, and WCW, yeah. and I, and. And I was just, I was in love. I couldn't do anything else. So we had a trampoline, and, and me and my friends, uh, we would just bounce around, and we were putting on shows in our backyard. I, I wanted to get trained. I always wanted to get trained. I never wanted to be one of those guys who got into the industry and had like a kind of a, you know, a black ball, like, oh, he never got trained. He just got in on That's a own. big thing, right? It is. It is, yeah. Paying your dues, respect for people who put in the time, all that stuff. So I actually went and got trained. Um, I moved out to Philadelphia in a car. I packed up all my crap. I went out there, and uh, I was going to get trained by CM Punk. Um, CM Punk, who was a big star in WWE, now works for the other company. Um, and oh, I was going to get trained by... Jaguars stink too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but he, uh, I, I didn't have the money. I didn't. Have, I had no idea how to live on my own. So because I, I never went to college, I didn't. I didn't have any. I couldn't even do my own laundry. Like I didn't know what I was oh, doing. Yeah. Just uh, you're a bag of bones. I was an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I ended up not having the money. I ended up moving back, and so I ended up training out of a shipping warehouse in Chicago in the dead of winter in 2014. And so it was freezing cold. I trained with the local independent guy. His name was Danny Daniels. And uh, baby DD. Yeah, double D. And he taught me everything I know about the business for the most part. And now you're doing that for other people. Yeah, yeah. Once I got to WWE, I, I moved back to Iowa after I was done living in Florida. And I was I had a guy who I broke in with who had, you know, he had given up on it and he was doing some teaching and stuff but he still loved the industry and uh, he wanted to give back and I was like hey let's do this man let's make a school let's make a, a place where kids can go and get trained and learn, learn the right way they're not going to get you know railroaded out of cash none of that stuff they can go they can learn uh, I'll be there I'll do the best that I can but you can handle it all and so he's the brave in the black and brave my old independent name before I got to WWE was Tyler Black and so uh, that's where the black and brave comes in he's the brave he handles most of it but, yeah, we've been doing that for, like, seven years now. We've trained, you know, roughly 200, 100 to 200 people, and some of them stuck awesome. around and done all right. But, yeah, it's awesome. It Pat is awesome. Anger. Pat Anger, former oh, yeah. tag team champion. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Big fan. I'm a big fan of Pat. Yeah. 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 Great. Pat is from Bettendorf, which is right there connected to Davenport, and he did some shows and came in and worked at our school and stuff like that and, and loved it. He, um, I think he teamed with Steve Manders, who was a fullback for Iowa um, a few years back. He actually played with Big E. 
He was buddies with Big E when Big E was there. So, wow. yeah. yeah. Hey, so, Big E, obviously, in the New Day, the greatest clique in the history or faction in the history of wrestling. One of, one of. Oh, yeah. People one say of. the greatest. Uh, listen, I heard Michael Cole. Michael Cole only speaks facts. And when the New Day came out, because he is actually the WWE fact box. Mm-hmm. And when New Day came out, he's the greatest group in the history of WWE. Ah, <laughs> there was a little group called The Shield that I was a part of oh. that I think was the greatest of all time. You look at where we're at now. There's, you know, come on. No offense to Big E. Kofi and Mr. Wood. Yeah, but you tore that entire thing down like a savage asshole in Indiana right in front of my face. Indianapolis, that is correct. A lot of history there. But yeah, for the greater good, right? I mean, look where Roman Reigns is at now. The greatest of all time. One of. Greatest of of all time. Look where where Mox is at now. Look what he's doing. One of the greatest of all time. I am here on your show talking (laughs) all about it. So I think everybody's doing just fine. Just fine. Look where the New Day's at. What are they doing? Are they here sitting on your show? Are they the greatest of all time? Absolutely not. Who is greatest so, of all time? So, I'm just saying. Who is greatest of all time? Let me hear Mount Rushmore, you think, in your head. Are we, are we talking wrestling or are we talking drawing money? Because those are different Ooh. things. Oh, no, because I've been told that's the same thing. That, uh, that Well, in our business, it, which is the entertainment business, money drawing is the biggest thing. And so, that's why everybody talks, right? All the old heads, whenever they start talking. So, if we're talking there, you got to start with Hogan. you got to put Cena in there. Rock and Austin. Top what? four. What? 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 Excuse me? What? 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 I don't know what words are coming out of your guys' mouth right now. What? What? What is in that? That what? is not tea. What? what is happening? You're just making what? noises this is, indiscriminately. This is, green tea. What? This is my uh, cell phone. What? You're in a suit. What? Uh, we're talking in the microphones. What? Everybody else being forced to hear us. What? Because they built our stage a little uh, bit higher. What? In front of the bullpen. What? They what? all hate us. What? That's why. What? That's your Mount Rushmore. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's that's the uh, the money drawn right now. Let's go in ring talent. In ring all time. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, Viva La Raza. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, best race. Ooh, no. Oh man. Bob Backlund. Mongo. This is a controversial <laughs> one, and he may not get his. <laughs> Say Mongo. Yeah, Mongo. Somebody drop a Mongo. Hey, hey, Bears, Chicago Bears Super Bowl champion. I I will not discriminate against Steve Mongo McMichael, a legend, an absolute legend. Absolute legend. Not going to make this Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) Real close, though. But if you want to make a Mount Rushmore of former NFL stars that crossed over into into professional wrestling, he's the big face. Mongo number one. Mongo number one. All right. Uh, Number four, controversial pick because he's still active. Uh, Brian Danielson, I actually think, oh. in ring is one of the greatest of all time. And I think when it's all said and done, he'll be up there with, with the guys. Yes. Yes, th- yes. That's the thing. Yes, that's what? the yes thing. What? What? I, I don't know. Yes. Yes. What? What? Yes. Yes. Listen, there is hundreds and hundreds of people out here that are excited to listen to you talk. Ryan Shazier is one of them, absolute superstar stud inspiration there. But how does it feel to be like uh, like some, like some, Pat Anger and his family look up to you as one of their gods that they pray to at night? Ty Schmidt out of Iowa, big wrestling fan. Yeah. Seth Rollins, you are his, Seth freaking Rollins, you're his hero. Now, you're a bit of an asshole on camera, obviously, a little self-indulged in the suits you wear are hilariously despicable, but how does it feel knowing that you are laying the groundwork for the next generation like people look up to you? Because that's a big deal in the entire wrestling business. Uh, you said as soon as Hulk Hogan ripped his shirt you were in. For me, as soon as I saw Steve and Rock talk the way they were talking and I thought the money they were making they were making, I was like, well, that's what I want to do whenever I grow up. You're that for a lot of people, right? 
right now. Have you thought about that, obviously? Yeah, you know what? It, it's it, When you do it day-to-day, it's really hard to get lost in that. But when you step back and you have a minute and you think about it, what, what happened for me, there was, you know, we talk about big moments. Wrestling is all about moments. It's the things we remember as kids. And one of them, one of the most iconic ones for me, uh, and this is before my time, but was Hogan slamming Andre. WrestleMania three, Pontiac Silverdome, 93,000 people. Huge moment, right? I said big. I, I said when uh, Boogs did that to Shanky the other night, it's like Hulk Hogan with Andre oh, the Giant. Bless on. your heart. Yeah, it was not good. I got killed for it. I got killed bless for it. He was front X back down, and that was, you know, it was oh, man. similar feats of strength. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big guy, big guy. Ish, ish, yeah. Shank- Shanky's a large individual, not quite Andre's size. Either, either way, <laughs> th- that's not even the comparison. But so somebody told me a few years ago that my Money in the Bank cash-in at WrestleMania was like their generation's Hogan slamming Andre. And that, like, Pretty like, cool. That blew my mind. That blew my mind. It is so hard to look at myself as not just this kid that grew up in Iowa who likes to just hang out and watch football on Sundays and, like, you know, watch my grandpa in the corner freak out every time, you know, uh, Kate McMahon th- threw an interception or something. So, like, <laughs> that, I'm always that person. I'm never that person that ran down and the biggest event, you know, and cashed in and made this moment for somebody that inspired them. That, that I, can't, I can't do that. I can't be that person, like, in my head. For those that don't know, uh, he won Money in the Bank, and he had his Money in the Bank briefcase, which has a contract in it that he can cash in and basically on the champion at any, any champion at any time. And it just so happened to be main event of WrestleMania in San Francisco, I believe, Santa Clara. And he came sprinting out at the end. Who'd your curb stomp? Was it uh, Roman? Uh, I got Roman. Yeah, 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 Roman. yeah. That, that guy that you love so much that you said beat me up. I, yeah, he owed me one. To well, be fair. I mean, you, he, he owed me one for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you built up, uh, you know, calluses on Roman. God knew where it is. I think one of those things is there. <laughs> hey, shoot convo real quick. Nobody knew that was happening. I was told. Like, I, I think that whole moment is so magical because literally nobody knew that was happening. Is Michael Cole told me he had no idea that was happening. Michael Cole had no idea that that was happening. There was a, a small room. I would say less than less than. 10 people for sure like five or six knew that that was happening that's yeah. the interesting thing about the business now that i've gotten a chance to know and the way i they don't i don't know anything going into a show and it's actually good like there's sometimes where some conversations even start taking and i remove myself this, this happened recently i think maybe at the royal rumble i yes. was michael cole who was asking for details about what what was going on and i and pat was there and then he just wandered off <laughs> and i was like what the heck and michael was like he just he just doesn't want to know and i was like Oh, I dig that. Yeah. I like it. Well, because you get the genuine reaction, right? Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. that was about you coming out to the Shield music and doing the entire thing. And oh, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. I think, like, if I... I think if I would have known beforehand, it wouldn't have been as big as a what? I, I, I was, and you came out so far. Well, you walked ten miles to get it to the ring. It was a long walk. <laughs> but you, but you saw me beforehand yeah, yeah. getting my head wet in the in the thing. Yeah, you, you you tricked me. You tricked me into the fist. I didn't know what he was doing. Hey, and good then, photo. And too. then he got it. Yeah, hey, they yeah. took an 8K that got that photo. They put it all over the internet too. I'm part of the shield. No big deal. Go ahead, Ty. Seth. Is there anything you had to, like, do differently to get through COVID? I mean, we saw Pat when he was going to do it, and obviously you guys feed so much off the energy of the crowd. Like, how weird was it being in there when no one's in there? Because I assume, you know, since you were doing the indies and stuff like that, like, you haven't been in an arena where there's next to nobody in there. So that was great practice for me. When I was on the independents, now listen, for the first six years of my career, I was not in WWE. I wrestled in local independent promotions all across the hot country. Hot dogs. Yeah, so I was getting paid by hot dogs and handshakes. I was setting up, tearing down rings. I was doing selling T-shirts to try to make money, to do whatever I could to get myself from town to town because I was losing tons of money, whether it was Cleveland, Minneapolis, Denver. What? what? I was, uh, all the towns, yeah. <laughs> 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 He's done with it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. 
I have to deal with this on Mondays <laughs> every week for my whole life. I don't want to come to this show and have to deal with you You're guys doing bet. it. Your season bet. Your season bet. Yeah, so that's why you can't, you can't talk like this. Yeah. You I always wonder that. Why do people get mad about them saying what? Just change your cadence, right? Yeah, you have to change the cadence. Yeah. That's the whole deal. So yeah. sometimes you just... And, yeah. they, and they go, ah, 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 I give up. Ah. So point is, I wrestled on independence for years in front of nobody, in front of absolutely nobody. So when it came back to, you know, COVID times and we're in this empty warehouse and it's just stale environment, the falling down part hurt way worse. No question about it. <laughs> Kevin Owens came off the WrestleMania sign, put his elbow right into the side of my ribs. Ooh. I thought I was, comp- I thought I broke every rib in and my Michael body. Michael Cole's, oh my God. Yeah, that was, was the only voice you could I, hear. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was done. Thankfully, that was the end of the match. But, but what did help me was knowing that no one was there. I'd been accustomed to that for, uh, you know, half my career at that point. So I was able to just figure it out talk it on the fly like i was just able to get into that mindset i think a lot better than maybe some other people and kevin's kevin's the same way he came from kevin owens came from same place that i did you're talking kevin Mm -hmm. steen yes yes yes. an absolute stud he will try to kill himself to get a win at all costs at all costs you said i would do that a few years ago he does that every single night doesn't matter yeah but you were your bump card Mm, right that you were taking in those that three four year run was I think as somebody who's been a fan for a long time, a lot of people are watching like, oh, Seth's not going to be able to walk. <laughs> Seth's not going to be able to walk whenever he gets older because I'll be like, what up, big dog? Nah. Good to see you, Usman. Uh, so that's literally what I thought while watching, but it was so electrifying and you've ah, only continued to keep it going. I'll be fine. I'm good. I got it. I'm smart now. I got a daughter. I got to take care of myself for her. Hey, you congrats, know? by the way. Yeah. 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 Dads, man. Dads. What? Yeah. What? How's that? <laughs> hey, that, uh, the baby, the daughter, um, is going to be one of the most well-rounded individuals. I watched a documentary on Pink where she takes all her kids on tour with her worldwide, and I have happened to, it's going to sound creepy, I've seen your baby at a lot of different cities. <laughs> this is obviously, I think it's going to be great for the life experiences, though, getting a chance to get in there. Are you indifferent about that? Do you view it the same way? I think it's good for the whole thing. I mean, I, I hope so. I, I hope. I mean, that's what we're telling ourselves, my, myself and my <laughs> wife. We're telling ourselves, nothing's going to be great for her. She's going to be super developed. All these other kids are going to be stunted from the you know, COVID, and she's going to be just well-rounded, have met all these people and, you know, went to all these places and stuff. Uh, at the end of the day, she could, you know, be a sociopath. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's a roll of the dice. That's yeah. a roll of the dice. But, but she's awesome, and she seems like she's not on that path. So she seems like she's on a nice, good path, a lovely path. She's friendly with everybody, and uh, I just saw a video. My wife just sent me a video there at the park, and she already tried to kiss a boy, so Ooh. there's that. Oh, wheeling and dealing yeah, out that's there. That's where we're at. Uh, we're already there. She's I was, 14 months old. I was told yesterday as a... Wow, that's early, I think. I don't, I don't know the growth of babies, but that feels like that is early. Shout out to your daughter just being an absolute boss out there. Um, we are driving by uh, like two, three different RV homeless camps, mm-hmm. uh, getting back to the place where we stay here. Yeah. And uh, a stat was dropped to me. You're only three bad decisions away from potentially being in that RV. So just think about that as you're raising the kid, you know, not, not necessarily a sociopath. But it Wait, what is that stat? Where does that stat come from? That brain oh, right there. That brain. I regurgitated. So I don't know. It's something like. Okay, he decides to, uh, hey, let's ahead. try heroin. Oh, that, now I'm hooked. Oh, I got, then all of a sudden I lose my job because I quit. I don't like my boss. There's two. Boom, I'm in an RV on an overpass in LA. Ah, so that was three. Someone right. relayed that to me. I didn't come up with it. Hey, it sounds legit to me. Sounds like science. I'm with it. Yeah. It, Stats it, it, might, a lot of it might be like the Aaron Rodgers version of science. But oh! It, oh! 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 Shit! Oh! It, oh! It, oh! 
Bitcoins hey, quick. Whatever works for you, you know? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Seth, uh, they just mentioned, you know, uh, KO almost splitting you in half the other night during COVID. Uh, have you ever gotten hurt in the ring or oh. have wrestled with someone who's gotten hurt? And, like, what do you do? I've hurt people, unfortunately. And oh, you're dangerous uh, in the ring. Yes, that's what the Internet says. Don't listen to them. But <laughs> uh, I've also been hurt quite a bit. I actually tore my entire knee in the match in Dublin uh, on the first night of one of our international tours in 2015. I was the heavyweight champion at the time, finished the match, still was able to powerbomb Kane through a the table. The mayor? Yeah. Holy shit. Yes, the mayor, Glenn Jacobs of Knox County. I was able to powerbomb him through a table with a torn ACL, MCL, and Jeez. a destroyed meniscus. Although I'm sure the powerbombing probably did more to the meniscus. But yeah, I tore the whole thing in a match. Uh, I, I, I broke my jaw early in my career, which was pretty wild. I got, I got elbowed right, just right on one of these sides here, and it just split it. It split it right down the center. Oh my God. I didn't know what happened. I never had a broken bone in my life, right? So I, I thought that like, I dislocated it. So the first thing I'm doing is trying to move it around. Oh, 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 oh. No, it gets better. It gets better. So And then I'm, I'm noticing that it, it's okay if my mouth is open. So if I'm like this, <laughs> Feels good. So I'm right. This is the first. That's because that's where that was sitting in your. Correct. First moment of Jeez. the match. We're talking like I'm talking 30 seconds in. The guy pops me and, and it's broke. Um, but what I didn't realize was when I closed my mouth, it was very painful. I could feel it starting to pull apart, oh, and it, would, it was ripping the gum in between my two my two teeth, and it was amazing. pulling it apart. Yeah, no, it was Jeez. awful. So I had to wrestle the next 10 minutes with my mouth wide open, oh. essentially. Did you go through the wire? Did they? No, because the brake was in the center, they didn't have to wire it shut. They just put like a bottom brace along my teeth, like uh, the bottom the bottom teeth Man. there, Ooh. and they just held it together. And what? I had a small break up here, but the big, the main one was just right in the center That's there. Nasty. Hey, when you guys are traveling around, is that stories you guys tell like how bad you got beat up and it's like ah, yeah, I'm tougher than you are. I, I oh, got this jaw split in half. Well, you can't. Vince, what? I mean, Vince tearing both hamstrings running into the ring. <laughs> yeah, quads, 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 quads. Yeah. I mean, that was an unbelievable <laughs> grit and persistence to stick with the, the, the so bit. That, like, that so was that one match I did, that one match I did, Yeah, it hurt so bad. Literally so bad. My body hurt so bad. And I couldn't get up the next day. And I reached out to a couple people and I'm like, Hey, is this what you guys go through every day? They're like, we hurt every day, yeah, but your body will build up a little bit of callus. Anybody that gets in there is getting their ass beat at some point. I think that is something that is not necessarily understood by the outside crowd. Yeah, I mean, there's some idea that it, it's you know it's fake or whatever, but yeah, the outcomes are predetermined. But the falling down is in no way <laughs> fake. It's 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 mat. It's like that much mat, right? And then it's just wood Hardwood. and metal. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. It's wood and metal and like this much mass. So it, it feels like you're falling flat on the ground. And the older you get, the longer you do it, the more it hurts, the less people are there, the more it hurts. It's not fun. It's just not a fun experience. Right. I, when I was 18, I was in a, uh, a Catholic gymnasium. We had a ring set up in there. And, and I was just jumping all over the place, flipping, flopping. I'd land on my back, on my head. Didn't matter. Get up next day. I felt so sore. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Awesome. Now I'm 35, almost 36. If I fall down, I'm like, I may never get up. <laughs> I may just never get up again. It's awful. It's an, it's, it's not fun. Not a fun experience. Uh, well, we appreciate your sacrifice for our entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, too. And I do believe that is what I was referring to during that the couple year and I, you know what years they were too you have to in your head literally every time you went in there you took 75 bumps every single time and they were a superplex was the end of everything the superplex is one of the biggest yeah. it was literally a double you would go into so yeah, yeah, I appreciate you through. doing that I well, really do appreciate well, that yeah I mean I, to me I've always thought that 
that's just what I can offer. That's what I do. You know, there's some guys who th- that's not their thing. They have to find other ways to get over. For me, my thing is my wrestling. And I knew, and I'm an undersized guy. Like, I'm 6'1". I'm a little over 200 pounds. I'm not, like, I'm Shawn Michaels. I'm Bret Hart. I'm in that wheelhouse. I'm not the guys, I'm not these larger-than-life dudes that can just cut a promo and throw some punches. I wish I was. If I was Shanky, this would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I would stand there, I'd flare my lats, and I would just chop somebody in the head. <laughs> but I'm not. I got to get over doing other stuff, and so that's the way it's got to be. That's the nature of the business. But it's it's fun for me. I love it. Well, I love and it. And I think a lot of people watching right now that might not know who you are would say, uh, "Guy just asked how the gobblegool is walking by." By Ooh. the way, I don't know how. Wow. No that's... Italians on the stage. You can't do that. Well, 0.01 percent of one person is Italian on stage. Yeah. You can't do what you just did. That. Hey, listen. How's your family? It's going to be bad. How's the gobblegool? Probably spoiled. You keep doing that, pal. Uh-huh. Hey, take it easy, huh? Huh? Hey. Got real high. I know. Chuck's back there, too, behind somebody, somebody calm him down. Relax. Oh, the gobblegool's back here. Yeah. 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 Louise, it never ends. Um, uh, we appreciate your sacrifice, though, in that whole thing. Who, how do you think this game ends on Sunday? I, I assume you've been paying attention. Yeah. Uh, Bengals, Rams, Bengals, story of the year. They don't have an indoor practice facility. They are that Catholic school that you were wrestling in for $0 with hot dogs, <laughs> somehow making it to the WrestleMania situation. What are your thoughts on the teams? Who do you like? I mean, I'm rooting for the Bengals in my heart of hearts. Like I said, Iowa boy, Midwestern town, Cincinnati right there. I love it. But I just think the Rams have got it this year. Oh, jeez. Yeah, in oh. the head of heads, I think the Rams, they're just they're, they're, they're too much talent on that team. Too much talent. I think things would have to go uh, sideways for the Bengals to win this one. I, 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 look, Joe, Joe Shiesty, is that, that the thing? Joe oh, yeah. Burke, Joe Shiesty. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he's going to win many Super Bowls, I think, in his career for sure. Uh, Why do you think? Because Tom Brady won a bunch? It is hard to win a Super Bowl. I agree, but I think he's got at least a couple in there, man. He, he's next-level talent. I hope so, man. Next-level talent. Peyton Manning probably had a couple in there, too. Ah, yeah, fair, 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 suck, fair, fair, got fair. It's different, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I think Rams got it this year. I, I'm... Uh, yeah, I think Stafford, he, he will, he's going to get one, man. All right, let's talk about what you have coming up in two weeks, Elimination Chamber. You're going against Brock. You're dead, so. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so. Uh-oh. I don't know if you know this, but I hold more pinfall victories over Brock Lesnar than probably any yeah. single person on our planet. Oh, stop that. <laughs> I did not know that, but I don't think it's something we should be saying out loud. Right, we can say it out loud. No, I don't think we should be saying it out loud. Uh, you think What, you think Brock Lesnar's up in Saskatchewan oh. listening to this show? Brock Lesnar don't. He's not. He's farming or something. He, yeah, you're he's, right. He's, he's probably like, ice fishing right now. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, he probably is out in the middle of nowhere, toughing up those hands. So when he gets in front of Seth freaking Rollins, he can batter your face. What are we? Do- you think about backing out? Maybe. No. Maybe, oh. uh, Brock Lesnar in an elimination you, chamber. Get me out of here. You are backing out right now for me. What is wrong with you? I'm not backing out. I got to go win the WWE Championship and take it into WrestleMania. I've done everything in my career. You know my resume. I don't got to spit it all out. You're gonna say what a bunch of times anyway. What? <laughs> but the what? one thing I've never done. What? is headline WrestleMania as the champion. Stole the show with the cash-in, which we discussed earlier, but I've never gone in as the champ to headline. That I would love to do. Now, to do that, i got to beat Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, and all the other guys in the chamber. So it's, it's going to be an uphill battle for sure. But Seth freaking Rollins, look at this suit. Come on. Oh, looks good. So looks yeah. good. I want to let you know, coming in, I thought you were a little bit of a psychopath, sociopath for sure, the way you speak on Friday nights, you know, that whole thing. But after talking to you here for like 20, 25 minutes, I like you. That's oh. why I'm not trying to say back out for you. I'm trying to say, hey, we need you around. Yeah. Save you. So why are you jumping into a pit of death, the Elimination Chamber, oh. with said killer Brock Lesnar? just seems like a bad idea. I'm trying to look out for you. That's all, Paul. 
It's for the glory, man. For the glory of it all. We yeah. gotta take the title and go to WrestleMania two nights in Dallas, Texas. We know Roman's gonna headline one night. Who's gonna headline the other night? It's gotta be me. It's gotta be me. It can't be Lashley. It can't be Lesnar. It's gotta be Seth freaking Rollins. Got to. It's gonna be May. May. I hope so. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, too. WWE future Hall of Famer. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah, by the way, I actually get yelled at every time I say definite for, uh, future Hall of Famer for this person. They're like, Vince maybe. Is, Vince is in your ear. Well, just... it's not always Vince. It's somebody that drops in. We don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> 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 it's a, it is an amazing time. So I, I try to sneak that in at least once a show. Just, just to see. See how many Hall of Famers I can create. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if it's on air, just like, oh, Next time do? Shanky's out there, drop that one. See how it goes. Listen, hey. All right, all right. All right, listen, Shanky's going to come around, right? He got picked I, up by Vince. I got to stop hating on Shanky, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that live podcast they had them do the other day was quite an interesting thing. Wait, Shanky was on a live podcast? Live on SmackDown. You were there. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> no, no, I was not there. What? I, was, I wasn't there. What? 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 I'm a raw guy, man. I only came over to beat up Roman Reigns. That was it. Three weeks, and then I was gone. You know this? Come on. I did not know that because Get I thought you... Get your head out your ass. No, no. I thought you were over here. I thought you were over here for the... No, I wasn't there this week. I was on my couch watching the show, kind of making sure my baby didn't run off the stairs or something, you know? Well, come on back anytime. Wow. All right. Cool, man. I appreciate that. And also, Brock's going to win your title and come back to our show, too. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute superstar out of Iowa, Bears fan. Hopefully, that'll turn around. And a man who is in a very dumb decision... Still continuing to go in the Elimination Chamber in a couple weeks. Hoping he can get his chance to get a headlining spot at WrestleMania. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth freaking Ross. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions. Hey! millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. The retired coach, our coach, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Pagano. Yeah, Chuck. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. Can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. Let's go. We've had had some tech stuff. Hey, we had to get through some stuff with Super Bowl. That's what you got to do. It's crazy. I got to be honest with you. Traveling down here, my sister Constance, I stayed with her. She lives in the Palisade. She brought me down. It's a little bit of a circus. No. Yeah, a little what? bit of a circus. No. Oh. And uh, yeah, doing the credential thing and this, that, and the other. I really like Zoom. So <laughs> yeah, Zoom has changed the game. If I'm around in a year and we do this again, you're gonna come in from the TV there. Yeah, I hope so. I want to like, know. Hey, we're it's thankful great. you're here. You look great. Yeah, thank you. Chuck, you look good. Yeah. The hair, the tan. Hey, how's the gobble? Oh, go. How about it's it, good. Nick? Yeah, it's absolutely great. It's really good. Um, whenever we're talking about this week, Chuck. You know, the Super Bowl 
is so hard to get to. It is very difficult to get to. There's only one winner every year. There's 31 losers every year. Everybody goes in the offseason miserable. How are we going to get better next year? There's some coaches that are obviously much worse off than others, but every coaching department that loses is trying to get better for the next year. That's what it's all about. Joey Burrow and these boys, they don't even know what they don't know. It honestly, once you get here and you see the circus and all the bullshit, and I guess they haven't really had to go through it, they're going to be isolated from it. But that is something that I don't think you fully grasp as a young and just how grand the Super Bowl actually is. This is massive. Los Angeles makes it as such. How do you think they're going to uh, kind of keep the boys away from that? Are you just going to have to address it head on, you think? No, I, I saw them riding around on scooters. You know, when they first got here, I'm thinking, I don't think I want to lose one of my guys. You know, on, <laughs> yeah. on Tuesday, on, on yeah. one of these, you know, birds or whatever those things are. But um, I think you said it best. They don't know what they don't know. So they're so young and they're so dynamic and they've got this unbelievable quarterback at the helm and Joey B, Mr. Cool. I, I think they're going to be fine. And because I think Zach Taylor, the head coach, is the same way. They've got a ton of experience on that coaching staff. Uh, really good football team. So would I be shocked if, if they came here and, and pulled this thing out and beat the Rams? No. McVay got his ass beat the last time he was in the Super Bowl by oh, Bill yeah. Belichick. And I think he's actually openly said that. Is there something too, Coach? And obviously, me and AJ know this is a yes. But whenever you dissect that, is there something too, like in big moments, like kind of getting either having an off game or being a little tighter than you would expect? And you think that helps? McVay and the Rams because they've been there and lost in a situation? Or you think that helps Zach Taylor because he's never been – or hurts Zach Taylor because he's never been in the Super Bowl? He has no idea that his entire legacy is going to be defined on how he coaches for the next 60 minutes? Do you think that's something that could happen? And who do you think it benefits more? Sean, he's been there, or Zach, he's never been there? No, it can happen. Yeah? you can. I mean, going to play uh, Foxborough AFC Championship game, once in Baltimore, you know, once in Indy, no, you can get uh, you can blow it up and, and make it more than it is, and get overwhelmed and, and get caught up in all the hoopla and this that and the other and forget about hey it's you know again just what we do between the white lines when they kick the thing off. But um, I think McVeigh having been there, he's got the experience. But again, I, I just think Zach is is a smart guy and a really good football coach, and I don't think he'll be overwhelmed with it, and I don't think his players will. Um, you know, the, the initial stuff, but again, once the thing's kicked off, as you know, A.J. knows playing, it's just play ball, you know, and you get caught up in, in the whole deal, and you really don't have time to, to figure that stuff out. Go ahead, A.J. With, with the two weeks leading up to it, to the Super Bowl, like as a coach, and coaching big games like that, how do you not have the whole uh, paralysis by analysis where you have so much time and you want to make sure you do, okay, let's let's open up a few new things we may have been holding on to or whatever. How, as coaching staff, like how do they work through that to where we don't make this more than it really is? Yeah, uh, great question because that's, you know, very easy to do. Yeah. Uh, and you can overthink the thing and think, hey, we got to do, it's the Super Bowl, um, we've got to do this, that, and the other uh, to try to, you know, get after this team. But uh, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. You got to just be who you you're there are. There for a reason, right? No, I mean, you, a reason you're just there. do what you did. Yeah. You know, we always talked about do simple better. They've got good players, and what they've done to get here is going to be good enough. It's the team that comes in here and executes, take care of the football, plays great situational football, and and doesn't go in and saying, hey. Here's a whole new blitz package. Here's a new coverage scheme. Here's all these disguises. You know, we used to get ready to play Tom Brady, and, and we would go into that week saying, hey, let, we got to change all our signals in, on defense. <laughs> yeah. All the yeah. coverage says this was box, that was quarters, how to play a bunch route, and so forth. And we'd go in there, and the players are, like, looking at us like Ed Reed and Ray and those. They're like, you guys are nuts. What are we doing? So by Friday, ah. everything that we changed, we go back and get the old ones, yeah. and we're like, okay, F it. 
This is this is that happens everywhere. By the this way. is this is on me. I apologize. We wasted all this time on on just that simple part of it. So yeah, you don't you don't you, you don't want to do that. You just go in and trust and rely on your fundamentals, your technique, and everything that got you to this point. Um, so whenever you think about that big game and changing everything, the Seattle Seahawks, Legion of Boom, they had two weeks to prepare for Peyton. And I don't know if Peyton didn't change his signals, but it seemed like the Seattle Seahawks only worked on the signals for two weeks. And they had an incredibly, obviously, a great Legion of Boom back there. Everybody was on the same page. And immediately from like the first snap, it felt like, oh, this defense is going to dominate this game, and they did that. Do you see that happening with this Rams team? Maybe like this Rams team, this Rams defense, I mean, you've been around defense a long time. They got dudes everywhere. At every level, they got dudes. And everybody's talking about the offensive line for the Bengals. If you're that Rams defense coordinator, you got to be thinking to yourself, hey, we can win this goddamn game ourselves, right? That's kind of the mindset you got to have going in there, you think? Yeah, and, and you don't have to rush any more than four dudes. You know, and if you want to sprinkle on a three-man rush and drop. How do you like this new defense it? style where everybody's just like, hey, we're dropping into a shell, basically. Do you like it or hate it? Well, I think it just depends on who you're playing and what you have to defend. You know, Bengals have so much firepower. You know, those that three-headed monster at wide receiver, the runner, uh, the quarterback. You know, so if you can rush four, uh, which L.A. certainly can with, with Aaron and, and Leonard Floyd and Von Miller um, and deploy seven into coverage, and play man, mix in some zone, roll the coverage to you know to whoever, take away Jamar. I mean, they can get after you with four. So if they want to mix in a pressure, they can mix in a pressure, but they don't have to. Hey, Bill Belichick, they say he always takes away your best weapon. Now, is the best way to take away the best weapon put your dude on their dude, or do you put your dude on their second dude and double their dude? So now you have basically your best guy on their second option, then you got two guys on the main guy. Is that what Bill Belichick does? And that, is that what everybody does? So, like, when he had his dude, if it, if it was Bill, I think, you know, we've seen it certainly where we go up there and T.Y., yeah, you're not catching anything, and he doesn't. Is that a dude you know? or is it because of two people, because of coverage? So, it's a mix. I think it's a mix. You put your best guy on it. Stephon Gilmore, I think, you know, was that dude. You know, put him on him. So, you put Ramsey, you know, on, uh, on Jamar. And then what you do is whoever your number two is, you put him, you know, on the other dude, and then you can lean the safety over that way. Or you can put switch it up, put Jamar or put Jalen on the dude, and and put the safety over the top and leave everybody else on an island. Somebody's going to have a hard down. Somebody's going to have a hard down. What do you mean, defense side or offense? Either one, but defensively, somebody's going to have a hard down, and, and Jalen's going to be one on one, and he's going to have some hard downs. Now he's the best, you know, cover corner in the league right now. What do you now. mean by hard down? Probably coming after him, going to have to make a play. You got to wear the hat, meaning it's just you and him. And you got to defend that dude, and you got no help, no safety help, no nothing. You got the whole field basically defend. Because we have ten other guys doing something vastly different than what you're doing right now. Yeah. So like a post safety, like if you're gonna, if he's gonna take away Jamar, then they're gonna take the uh, safety and lean him over, you know, the other dudes, and you got the whole field to cover. So they got one, you know, middle of the field over here, and that's just you and that dude. So and it's, that's it's why a like Revis and them is such a valuable thing because ten guys can play their own defense, and then Revis just does his own thing. Absolutely, it's like the offensive line for Cincinnati. They're not going to be able to keep seven in all the time for protection. They're going to need to chip and 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 bam, a, you know, a, a pass rusher, this, that, and the other. And but some downs they're going to get five out, and those tackles are going to be on their own. 
they're going to be on an island. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah, you have to win. A, like that's the funny thing. Like, you got to find where that matchup is, though. Like who is going to win their matchup? May not, if our main guy's getting doubled, how do we know who steps up? Like that's another thing, also with all this time and. Yeah, I just I, I'm curious. Like, when you're a defensive coach and you're trying to take away, what if they have like, what if you have three or four weapons? Like, we can't point to one exact dude. How do you cover everything when they kind of do everything well? So that's when we're saying you have the hard down. So <laughs> <laughs> on this down and distance, in this front, in this coverage, you know, this guy's getting taken out, and the rest of you dudes. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah, you're, it's like, you're, it's like no, playing cover zero, but you don't have everyone blitzing. Like you have a lot of time to cover for probably. Yeah, if you if you're going to go zero. You better have the – if they leave a tight end in, so what they'll do is they're going to see Ozama, it. Ozama, they're, Yeah, they're going to keep in the, in the backfield, and it's seven-man protection. And if you don't bring the other guy down, they did it to uh, Kansas City. It's third and a million, right? Yeah. And they got Jamar one-on-one with the corner on third and 27, third yeah. and 28 or whatever. And it was cover zero, but they left Tyron in the middle of the field, and he had the tight end. Mm-hmm. But the tight end stayed in the block. So they had seven for seven. So you didn't have an out number. You didn't have a free runner to go add on that thing. So he had time to get in the pocket, drift a little bit, drift away from the, from the pressure, and throw that ball over the top. But if you're going to do that, then you get in a picket fence, and you got three guys there, and you have to add the other blitzer. So when the tight end blocks, you, so tri- pressure you, on the you, have a free you, tri- you trigger and you get the free runner because that yeah. guy can't block two. Without hey, the free that, runner, you can't win. Yeah, because the free runner is making the quarterback get antsy and make a decision before he has to. And Joe and Burrow, throw under duress. Yeah, but Joe, Joe, I think what's been so impressive, he is cerebral. That dude yeah. diagnoses before the snap, big right? Brain. Big brain. Big brain. Yeah, yeah, big brain on him. And how do you find that out, you think? Like, obviously, Andrew Luck. Everybody knew he was a genius, right? Yeah. Literally since he was like in seventh grade, I think everybody was like, this guy's the next Stanford great. This is the next John Elway. This guy is a super genius. He's going to do this entire thing. Whenever they're trying to find a quarter, Mac Jones allegedly massive brain. Like uh-huh. they're talking about his big old brain. And anybody that really has sustained success in the NFL at the quarterback position is incredibly bright and intelligent because they have to diagnose all the shit that you're trying to hide right there, bring an extra guy so he doesn't have time because everything's easy whenever you just have it drawn out in front of you and you have time. But when you have to make these, just like Solly landing a plane, That's when right. you got to make these decisions in real time, yep. it obviously affects everything. Shout out to that court, by the way, running that entire yeah. thing back. <laughs> that son of a bitch had to make a tough decision in a very quick time. Yeah. He tried to do his absolute best. Sorry, landing in the goddamn river. But anyways, <laughs> Joe Burrow is able to figure things out before the snap. Why is that? You just think some guys just naturally pick it up? Do you think it's because they've done it their entire lives? Or what? what is the understanding from some quarterbacks and not other quarterbacks? And do you know going in, like, hey, this motherfucker knows our shit. Like, this guy's going to know what we're doing well i think when you talk to these head coaches and these personnel guys and gms and they hey we knew this about joey b you know patrick mahomes you know when he came out andy reed spent two days you know with this guy on the board so they're obviously going to vet these these players they talk to the coaches they so miss they get a to, lot they get yeah. to, no you you do you do, but you got to try to turn every stone to figure this thing out and i think it's easy for all of us to figure out who has not got the big brain? Who's not cerebral? Because those guys are holding the ball. The rush is coming. Their eyes drop. They, they got, you know, one, one in the progression. They can't go one, two, three, four, and then hit the check down. It's like curl, linebacker's there. If he goes to the flat, throw the curl. If he stays there, throw to the flat. Okay, well, what if they, they cover both those, all right? Then just start freaking running. <laughs> But it, I think it's easy for us to figure out who the guys that can't figure that out. But these guys are so good because they get to the line of scrimmage with plenty enough time. Um, they give them, you know, snap counts. They put the leg up. 
they try to get the defense to show their hand. They're looking for tells, man zone tells, all those kind of things. And then they get in their cadence, and then that's all pre-snap to try to get as much information as they can. And if the defense does a great job, which most, most of them do, and I expect both these defenses to do that, um, you know, then it's on the snap. And then so the safeties are hanging, hanging, hanging. You snap the ball, and then is this guy coming down? Is this guy coming down? Are they staying split safety, middle open, too high? So guys got to be very, very bright. Yeah, there's a lot going on in a lot of and, time. And then you got Aaron Donald yeah. and Buck Miller yeah. and Leonard Floyd, uh-huh. all these dudes. Most athletic, biggest, baddest, scariest dudes on earth are yes. trying to kill you. Yes. Yeah, and your offensive line has proven. Might let a couple guys through every once in a while. That's just kind of the way it goes. Um, Seth uh, freaking Rollins paid his respects to you for your time in Chicago, right? He's a big-time Bears fan. In Chicago, you got to play against Aaron Rodgers and, obviously, Matthew Stafford. So whenever you see Matthew Stafford go and have success at L.A., this is not a surprise, I think, to anybody that watched him play, right? And what are you seeing in that McVay offense that has maybe taken Matthew Stafford to a different level, or you think this is the same guy that we've always seen, just in a different opportunity? I think it's just that. You know, he finally got to a team that has all the pieces and weapons around him. Um, obviously, McVay is, is really good at what he does and, and, you know, calling plays and putting, you know, Matthew in position. But here's an OG that can play. We all know he can play. He's he been is playing. OG, dude. Yeah, My I mean, draft class. He is. He's phenomenal. You remember when we, you remember we took the lead in 2016 in that opener yes. against them, and they got the ball with less than two minutes. But and then what? Bing, 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 and we lose. Uh, you I know, thought we so, came back and won the no, last play. No, no, no. We lost that one. Um, unfortunately, I, I remember, yeah. I so, remember the bangers. but he's been he's been playing really good football for a long time. So, coming in here with the expectations that he came in here with, I mean, this was the savior. This was going to be the guy that you know, because Goff couldn't get it done, obviously. And they bring him in, and then they add a piece here, a piece there. But the quarterback's the dude, right? So he comes in here and he quiets all the critics because I think every one of us, well, maybe not us on this show, because um, uh, we're so because like we're no, I don't know about oh. that. sounds like you. Because <laughs> hey, sure we're so like we're, po- we're positive here. We're upbeat. <laughs> yes, we want to lift people up. We yes. want to serve people. We want to yeah, do all that course, stuff. But everybody was just waiting for him to fail, especially in the playoffs. And he, and he came through for him. And he and, takes uh, his soul, too, against the guy. No, yeah. so now he's got to do the same thing. He's got to walk out on that field on Sunday and just say, okay, same thing like we were talking. Just let me be me. Let me do my deal. Not get all whatever pressured up. He doesn't have to, you know, carry the whole thing. He doesn't have to win the game himself. So happy for Matthew. He's a good player. I do love the fact that there's two emojis attached to your wrist. The way you were just speaking right there, and literally you were just here. <laughs> Just do I, I love it. Just two emojis right now. Hey, you on. know how Italians communicate, right? Yeah, you don't even. And then it's pizza. And then it's crazy. Sorry about it. I'm Italian. Check my 23 and me. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Can't believe they let us hang with you. Go ahead, bro. Listen. Chuck, listen, you've seen me in a lot of situations where they've never experienced something like me before. Right? Imagine this, but like a lot of, you've seen it internationally. You've a seen this. Japanese people. Yeah, you've seen oh, still, this before. Still scratching their heads. Yeah, so do you remember? Yeah, there's still stories being told. Oh my God, this guy was wild. But yeah, yesterday there was only like 20 shows out here, and we were just screaming right into all of them. So I'm happy there's a little bit background noise, and it's not just us echoing through. But the way this is set up is very uncomfortable. And these people kind of fucking hate us, Chuck. They can come through here. They gotta listen to us yell. Then they gotta go out through here. I mean, it's not. What are they gonna do? What are you gonna do? (laughs) Sorry about it. (laughs) Sorry about it. Go ahead, Ty. Coach, going back to the Bengals O line and the uh, the Rams D line. Conventional wisdom says that you know 
you let your quarterback get sacked nine times, you're not going to win, period. But they've kind of been saying that every week about the Bengals. Like, oh, well, their O-line's terrible. They can't win. Is there anything the coach can say this week leading up to, like, I don't know, like light a fire under their ass? Or is it kind of a situation where they know that they can't play like that and probably win on Sunday? And it's kind of just like, hey, you, you, we're going to have to go out there and play the best game of our lives. Yeah, I don't think any of them in, in this period of time, you know, this week is going to turn into Jonathan Ogden. Or, you know, but they are what they are. Um, so I think the way that – no, I mean, he did get sacked you nine times. You bury so many people. Just no, I, no I'm just saying those, they're good players. They're in the National Football League. They're good players. And there's good players on the other side of the line of scrimmage, too, that you have to block. So I think – thing that'll help them is establish the run game right hand the ball to joe as much as you can mixing run the football get the ball out of joe b's hand throw some screens throw some quick game you know you got all these playmakers on the edge run some fly sweeps some jet sweeps and then when you got to drop back you know hopefully you stay out of third and long you know and you're third and manageable and, and you can block those guys up and yeah so yeah you're not gonna change those guys overnight but i think as much as they've heard you know, myself now included, and everybody else been on their you know ass Pretty about, about playing playing well. You know, they they they're going to come in this game with a chip on their shoulder and something to prove. Wow, well, listen, and then if they start reaching though, you know, you yeah. reach, I teach you. They're going to. Aiden Hutchinson got a pretty good get off on me earlier. I don't know if you saw it. He flipped his hips on me. Yeah. I mean, we we're on his screen, so yeah, we picked up fifteen. But yeah, he's going to be a good. I mean, he got around. Those guys are pretty impressive <laughs> yeah. out there. Hey, just real quick, I know us Italians maybe like to make a little wager on some things every once in a while. Who do you like this week? I think it's four and a half, four or four. Yeah, right, right, right. Like? I'm not a betting man, but. No, no, if, of course not. Because they, got, te- they got teasers, right? Sure. What if we What if we teased, like, the Bengals up to 11? Well, you have to do something else, Ooh. too. No, well, then let's tease the over-under down to, like, 40, 41 and bet the over. You're okay? not a gambling man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show here. Uh, didn't just run to the bathroom. Did not just no, do that. No, no, no. Didn't take a break when you didn't need to take a break strictly because uh, my bladder almost exploded. But whenever you're running around down here at beautiful Radio Row in Los Angeles, you're going to see so many incredible people. It's hard not to dap up a lot of folks. Hank Basket just stopped by, former teammate of mine. Great to see him joining us now. And we look forward to this every year. This has become an annual thing. Do you know oh, that? I'm honored. I'm honored. We're honored. I'm honored. Here to chat about the greatness of Cadenwood CBD, ladies and gentlemen, Carson Palmer. Yeah. Carson Palmer. How's it going, dude? Great. Great. You look great in that T-top, man. You always look good in that T-top. Oh, well, I just told you, you look like you're in incredible shape right now. Thin down, you're on a good diet, working Level out. Level Select CBD. Oh. Let's me get back in the gym. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to get some pipes like AJ. Not it's good. just not in the cards. Let me tell you about this psychopath. It's not in the Let me tell you about this psychopath. Yesterday, we have a gym in the house we're staying in, right? He wakes up, obviously, 4 a.m., whatever it is. He's clanging and banging down there. Nobody can sleep because of how loud everything False. is. And then we come back from the show. we got to go to a meeting. Before we can leave the house, oh, let's go do some chest. He, he's in there. He's... It's awesome. I wish I had that drive. That's what it takes. I we wish I had around. that I was drive. just trying to get him to... There's a pull-up bar right out, like, just right in the open there. So I was trying to get him just to mess around a little bit. Can you do a pull-up? Oh, oh no. Can you climb the rope? Uh, so in school, I never could. That, that didn't give me any obstacle course because my fat ass and my lower upper, my upper body being so small. But I can do a pull up. You can't. Okay. I haven't tried since. I haven't tried. Do you do any physical activities? I, I know uh, this thing gets you back in the gym. Obviously, gets you back working out whenever you this can recover. This gets me in the gym, but my focus on the gym is I'm I'm in the gym so that I can hunt and fish. 
not get tired and just be outside as much as possible. So you're a super outdoorsman guy. I think this I is like being I th- outside. Love it. I prefer I prefer outside versus inside. You like do the uh, like uh, uh, put your your clothes in a bag of like deer piss so you can go live out in the middle of the forest and the deer will, will like just understand that you're there. And I stuff? spray down with deer piss. I put it on my boots as I'm walking in the woods. Do I you t- really? I t- hunting is such. You have to be in the perfect place at the perfect time. I don't want any reason for anything to go wrong, so I take every precaution. Oh, so you're like that. Mm-hmm. What all do you hunt? Deer. Uh, Just right. deer? Deer. Okay. Where right. at? Out there in the uh, the wild? I, a little bit in Idaho and a lot of bit in Ohio, the great state of Ohio. Ooh. Oh, there in Ohio. Where at? Where do you go? go. Uh, just outside of Cincinnati. Sweet. Georgetown, oh. I'm sure you have some good connections out there. You should. Yeah. Do you go arrow or bone arrow? All or bow. All bow. Oh, Only so you're bow. a legit hunter. Yeah, you think people will use a rifle or no, guns. No, I don't have anything wrong with it. I just don't want to shoot something that's 280 yards away. Gotcha. I like being right there with the So you must the practice a lot then with your bow. Every day, yeah. You have to practice. Oh, you have it at the house? You have a range at the house? Mm-hmm. Every day. You have oh, to. It, you like competitive? Like you you got to shoot. Just like I'm sure you were kicking field goals. You had a field goal range out in the backyard. Yeah. You got to stay on your game. Yeah. Yeah, but so you're out there. You got the uh, you have the whole thing. You uh-huh. do the whole face thing. You're natural. Well, I grew up around a guy who also had piss on his stuff when he went out into the <laughs> woods or whatever. So I know your world relatively well. Yeah. You got that thing up on your cheek and all. I reversed. I drop. Oh. I drop. Oh, the, top hand. the inverted. Mm-hmm. And then the trigger. The next level. It's next level. How long did you do that when you're playing? There's no way USC quarterbacks out there hunting in the wild no. with piss on his clothes. Right? I got into it when I got drafted to the Bengals. That's how I got into it. And just fell in love the first time I went. Not a golfer. I like golf, but I, 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 I enjoy golf. I love to hunt and fish. You're a good golfer. He's not, Pat's going to play in Tahoe this year for the first time. Good for you. Probably going to win it. You're going to love it. You probably will. You're going to love it. What yeah. does that mean? You think you're going to stink? Yeah, you'll win. Uh, you're a double bogey kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Cincinnati. You said you have some land out there you hunt on. You obviously are a massive part of Cincinnati Bengals history. The way it ended... Is going to be how it's going to be. Have you come back full circle with the Bengals? And obviously your family trained alongside Joe Burrow, and obviously you have a connection there. Have you come full circle with them? And is anybody more surprised than you that they are in the Super Bowl? Full circle meaning what? Like, like how you feel. Did you ever Were you ever bitter? Did you hate them? Or do you? Um, no, I just, I had, you know, issues with the organization. But I love, I mean, Cincinnati is a great place to, if you would like to hunt and fish, Cincinnati is phenomenal. I'm back there a bunch. I love I, seeing, you know, neighbors and old friends and just folks uh that i dealt in and was around on a daily basis go back and see um so it's the life part wasn't bad you're saying since no, it's a great life. place yeah, yeah, it's okay. a great place to have kids it's a great place for all that but am i surprised to see the Bengals here a hundred percent if you would have told me or anybody else in this room in september that that was a roster that was probably going to get into the super bowl i think everybody would say and, and disagree and say no so absolutely, I'm shocked they're here. But it's been it, it would be so amazing for the, the the fan base. I mean, all of Ohio, all of Ohio has seen some really bad football. When you start up north with the Cleveland Browns and work your way down to southeastern Ohio, there hasn't been a ton to be, get excited about and a ton to be proud of. And right now, this team, if this team can take a Lombardi Trophy back to downtown Cincinnati oh, and do a God. parade in downtown Cincinnati, I mean, it would be amazing. This fan base has been passionate. They've stuck by the, both teams, both Ohio teams. And it's just been, it's, it's never happened. Uh, so it would be just huge. I can't imagine that place would be bananas. What's that reservoir victory. you guys have down there? It's the river in between Kentucky and Cincinnati. It's uh, Dead Body City. Is you the guys reservoir. gonna have a boat reservoir. parade? 
Yeah, that's where you guys drink, right? That's the Ohio River? Water. What are you talking about? Well, maybe. I don't know what it is. I thought it was the drinking water. When I drove across it, Ohio I, River? I, I hit a... I put a car on the back of a boat, and it drove across the goddamn yeah, river. The it's the Ohio River. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of dead bodies. You guys aren't drinking that. That's not the drinking water over there, right? No, no, that, no, no, no. That's just river. No, no, no. I was lied to. I'm just wondering, you know, I was lied to. I think it was unbelievable that they were saying that type of thing. But why not a boat parade, maybe? What do you think the Ooh. celebration would be like in Cincinnati if a Super Bowl was to come there? It'd be It's a great, I mean, everything is right there, Super right. Yeah, Super Bowl right there. The the buses, everything is based right there. You got the Red Stadium. You got the Bengal Stadium. You got Ooh. all the casinos. It oh. would be bananas. Joe Burrow's a guy, huh? He's amazing. He's amazing. What he's done, I mean, you think back to, you go back to that game where they went into into Tennessee, the number one seed. He was sacked nine times. It is, you don't know what it's like to get sacked. When you're, it's he demoralizing. Needs, he needs it's, some Cadenwood. Yeah. He needs some Cadenwood after that yeah. game. There's no yeah. doubt. Some level select. Yeah. But getting, getting yourself up off the ground, your offensive line feels bad. They keep, you know, nine times they're picking you up off the ground. Nine times. His defensive team on the sidelines were watching him get that, – that is a demoralizing feeling. So for them to stay even-keeled and Joe to keep his poise and then find a way to, to win, they just have – there's a certain level of, of magic they have about them. They should – they went 10-7, and seven and they're playing against, you know, the Ritz and, and glitz and glamour of Hollywood, the Rams. you got Aaron Donald. you got OBJ. you got all these guys. The Bengals don't have that. So they've just found a way with grit, toughness, uh, and a little bit of magic to get here. Good Rust Belt team. Go ahead, AJ. Oh, yeah. What's I, so the Rams? Everyone like expects them to get four man pressure on Joe Burrow. If a team can get four man pressure on you as a quarterback, like say they do it early, first couple of series, they knock you down and maybe get a sack. Like what kind of impact does that have throughout the game? If you know, hey, these guys are coming no matter what, they don't have to bring six. Well, just the struggles that since he's had up front, the offensive line uh, has struggled. All year long, Joe Joe was sacked fifty two or fifty three times. They led the league in quarterback sacks. So this offense and last line, year he would have led the league too, but he got out. He moves he go. moves around the pocket pretty well too, though. Like oh. he avoids a lot as well. He's unbelievable. But at the end of the day, that offensive line is going to get overpowered. Aaron Donald is unblockable. Uh, Von Miller is a former Super Super Bowl MVP that actually changed the. He took over that game and won that game for the Broncos. So. Those guys have been there before. They know what it takes. That offensive line in Cincinnati has struggled from week one to week 17, and then they went, as I said before, and got sacked nine times in the play in one playoff game. So I just think you don't need to bring a ton of pressure. You can sit back. You don't have to man up Jamar Chase and play one-on-one and bring pressures. They can rush. They can put Aaron Donald and Vaughn on the same side of the field. That's a terrible mismatch. That, that is awful for, anybody, for Cincinnati. Let alone, for anybody, let yeah. alone the Bengals. So. I, I, it does concern me that they can rush for and double Jamar and double T. They lost their CJ. They lost their tight end last week to the knee. So it, it's tough sledding. It's going to be an uphill battle for the Bengals. Hey, I mean, everybody's saying what you're saying right there, though. You know, everybody's saying, like, well, the nine sacks in one game, 13 in total, I guess, or 13 or 12 in total in this entire playoff run. It's the most, I guess, that has ever happened for a Super Bowl team. Or if they were to win a Super Bowl championship, it would be the most of all time. Is there anything that that offensive line you think is going through mentally, knowing that everybody is talking about the only way they win is doing that? And you've been around, obviously, a lot of offensive lines. You've been a part of some gruesome hits and injuries that have changed the game forever. There has to be something to that, right? Out of everybody talking that they stink. Like, isn't that something for two weeks that they're going to have to hear and maybe – Maybe can change himself. It, it puts a chip on your shoulder, no doubt. But I mean, I, I remember my first time I was in. I was playing for the Cardinals. We were in St. Louis playing the Rams after they had drafted this guy with the 17th pick or 18th pick named Aaron Donald. I, I hadn't heard of him. I, I didn't know it was his rookie year, and 
midway through the second quarter, I come back to the huddle and I'm getting ready to call a play. It was a long play action, seven step drop. And I hear the offensive lineman. I'm like, what? We're in the middle of the play. I got 20 seconds. What are you talking about? What's going on? And I, I finally get a second to, to hear what they're saying. We're in a loud stadium. And they're like, I can't even see 99, let alone block them. <laughs> and I remember that that messed Time my out. head yeah. up. I was like, hold on, who? <laughs> like 90, no, nobody was even saying his name was Aaron Donald. It was 99. Because, you know, he, he didn't come in. He came in from Pittsburgh. Um, he wasn't a top five pick. He wasn't a, a household name. But that guy can that guy can keep you up at night. And having to be in the NFC West with him a bunch and play against him twice a year, he is an issue. I don't care if you have all pro guards, centers, and tackles. He is unblockable when he's one-on-one. So I, I just think it's a bad mismatch for the Bengals. I know I know everybody's talking about the offensive line and the struggles, but it doesn't matter if you've got a bunch of all pros. Aaron Donald's unblockable. And that's a smart way to build a team, by the way. Uh, the way the Rams 100%. built the team. It's like the Colts, right? We're going to get offensive weapons, we're going to get a lead, and then we're going to have Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney come off the edge. When you construct a roster and you have Aaron Donald, you build for him to be there. In every conversation about him being the greatest player of all time, it happens every season, every single game that they're on TV. And that, I think at some point, somebody would come out and be like, no, that's not true. Everybody has said, no, yeah, this guy is the guy. I think it's like unanimous from everybody, including... A.Q. Shipley. Oh. A.Q. Shipley had to battle against him, obviously, when he was bent over in front of you doing his thing. He would go on to become a Super Bowl champion and a coach. And uh, I don't want to break any news. I We'll have to see how his coaching career continues okay, or okay. what it ends up doing there. But you're right. Hearing A.Q. talk about Aaron Donald is a different animal as well. The guys who actually have to play against him on a daily basis or a regular basis. Can, can we spend some more time talking about A.Q.? One, one of the million best. percent. One yeah. of the best. I miss Q. Well, listen. He's the best. He's been coaching, so he's been sleeping in his, uh, you know, on yeah. the couch down there. He's been uh-huh. watching pointless film. He's been putting in ideas and strategy that there's no way they're going to be listening to. <laughs> Making no money. Coached for or played for 12, 13 years. He got a ring. Spark plug of a man as a champion. But he thought he loved. He thought he was going to be a coach. Hey, you're sitting on a stage with two guys that played in the NFL that have known imme- no ways anybody. What are these psychopaths doing that go on to coach? Is it not just an insane, insane love and obsession of football and also hating everything else in life potentially? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's you, why you haven't heard from AQ, by the way. He's been in a cave for I know. 10 he, months. Bill. He got a ring and he got, a, I mean, how do you do it any better than that? He got a ring and he's out. Well, is and he out? Done. Is that official? Is that uh, I didn't say that. No, I, I yeah, think that's no, what, no, if I were, if I we were to guess, if I were to okay. guess. But he's absolutely the best. And no, being a coach, I mean, you got to love football so much that you don't want to be around anybody else other than the other coaches on the staff. Forever. Forever. Every single All day, day of your life. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Tom. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. oh, no. There it is. We've talked about it a oh, lot shit, on this show. Here. Do you think the Bengals would have won a championship before this? This is so bad. What happened? If they didn't, if they did have an indoor <laughs> practice facility, if they do win the Super Bowl, you think ownership's going to be like, hey, Tone Diggs has asked Carson Palmer if he thinks that they could have made a Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl a lot earlier than this year if they had an indoor practice facility over there next to this concrete plant underneath the highway. Do you think Um, the indoor facility would have got them here sooner? I'm very well of the the facilities or lack thereof. I'll I'll tell you what. It used to drive me nuts. We used to get on a bus. Anytime it snowed. Cincinnati's not built for snow. I mean, you're from Ohio. When it snows, it takes days to get. They just don't have the infrastructure to clear the snow. So we would get on a bus. 
we would drive like an hour and a half to Mason, Ohio, to <laughs> practice at an indoor kids soccer. You weren't going to UC indoors. back then? This is when you were UC there? was playing. So oh, we, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't let us use it. There was an issue between the Bengals and the University of Cincinnati. So we would drive an hour and a half north. We would practice. And, and literally the ceiling height was as big as this studio. So I could only throw slants. I would throw like posts and comebacks and it would bang off the lights. And so... Were you guys it wearing was pads? A, you don't wear, I hope you weren't wearing we were full pads. pads in there, there was no, it wasn't lined. They had the trainers out there with athletic tape lining the field, <laughs> which is an ACL waiting yeah. to happen. And then you get on the bus and drive an hour and a half back. They wouldn't let you go home from there. And then you get back on the road that was snow on and drive an hour to get home. It was the oh, biggest man. debacle. Why'd and you want to so retire? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you want to retire? Highest level, dude. This is the National Football I League. I hope that this, this Super Bowl thing generates some revenue that they can afford to put up an indoor facility for the for the players because it's, it's, it's a competitive disadvantage. It is. That's 100%. It's a, a competitive disadvantage. Maybe yeah. Another competitive disadvantage. <laughs> they found a way to make it happen, though. Because it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Uh, go ahead, Connor. Yeah, and to that point, like Gronk has come out and said if he wanted to keep playing, he would want to play with Joe Burrow and Cincy. Do you think they can actually turn that into like a destination place where guys want to go? Because or? of Joey B. Yeah, because of Joey B. B. Big part of because of Joey B, but more importantly because they have $58 million in cap space. Yeah. So let's see what they do with that. And they have to spend that, by the way. Everybody talks about them paying people. It's like, well, they're actually forced to in the CBA. They <laughs> have to spend that money as opposed to. Let's see if they do it. Get him. What does that mean? It I mean, like you, you can you, you <laughs> can finagle your way and spend half of it, and push it off to, to later years. But there's there's sixty million bucks under. They've got a great opportunity. They got a rookie on his on his or a, a quarterback. quarterback on his rookie deal. He's got two years left. Jamar, they don't have to pay for a while. They got to pay T. Higgins coming up. But they have a ton of opportunity to build and not this not be the only Super Bowl that Joe gets to. They have an opportunity to set the next five, ten years up in front of them with that sixty million bucks and bring in guys because they do want to play with Joe and they do want to play play for uh, coach. And it's just it's a situation that I hope for Joe take advantage of take advantage of the leverage that you got right now and put it on paper that they're gonna put in a facility and upgrade the staff. Uh, Okay, so you think that's what it's gonna have to take. It's gonna have to take some of the players being like, hey we deserve to at least have a chance against all these others. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys on Hard Knocks, they had a 45-minute drone footage that surveyed the entire area. It's like a $100 billion facility. They got all these swim pools. and hot. Now, granted, they stink. They win 12 games. They can't win, make it to the Super Bowl. I'm worried that the Brown family is going to see the success and be like, we were right all along. Yeah. And you're going to see other places. You're going to see Jim Mercy out there with a sledgehammer knocking down the indoor facility, saying the boys don't need it. I'm worried that's going to happen. But hopefully what you were saying takes place. And I don't want to pile on too much, but after you would drive an hour and a half up to uh, Macon, Ohio. Mason, Ohio. Macon, Ohio. Mason. Mason, Ohio. There you go. Hour and a half is that actual distance wise? Or that's with the snow on the road. It's like no, forty-five minute trip for thirty-minute trip probably, but with snow on the road because people can't drive hour and a half each way. Twenty miles away, but when it's dumping snow and there's too much snow on the road to clear, it takes an hour and a half. As a crow's fly. As a crow flies. Yeah, you get it. There it is, Mason. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Athletic trainers taping lines on there. 
you're in a classroom basically because that's the closest soccer facility there is in fucking Ohio. What is even going on? There isn't another one out there. I love that the Bearcats said, excuse me, we're not in Power 5, but we got our own shit. You're in the NFL, figure it out. You drive back, almost blow an ankle, get in there, you got to do meetings, and you got to drive home. When you get back there, what food were you eating when you were there? Was that... Uh, that oh, was I, so- never ate, I never ate the food. I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches well, Why? 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 So you chose not to eat the good food that yeah. they had there? Well, what's there that were, all about, Carson? I mean, from the ex-cons that were smoking cigarettes over the eggs, they were scrambling in the morning no. to... Um, they actually got they got busted. They were mixing hot chocolate in, you know, like at, at stadiums, they have the big mop, mop buckets. And so it was so cold outside when you practice, you come inside and they have some hot chocolate for you to warm you up. They were mixing the hot chocolate. They got caught. They were mixing the hot chocolate in a mop bucket. Oh. And then pouring it in the thermos. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, they got, they, they got popped for it. They got caught doing it by the, I don't know, who what? who gives you a letter grade A, B, C, D when you go into a food the establishment. Health, like, health the health inspector or whatever. Or whatever yeah. Was it, did it taste good still? I didn't touch that. That's <laughs> I, I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. What? I ate four of them, and so did everybody else. Wow. So other I think than they the, upgraded the food, though. I heard other that. Other than the mop hot chocolate. Okay, and I've been to plenty of bathtubs that had jungle juice in them. Tasted delicious. delicious. Uh-huh. But once again, this is not the NFL, this entire thing. Was there food options? And this has changed your thinking? And how is it so far behind? And how has it been allowed, you think, as an NFL team for that to happen? They just signed a $110 billion media rights deal that is going to get opted out and probably end up being like $200 billion with all the other platforms that are coming in there. Sports gambling is obviously bringing in a lot of money. Making it to the Super Bowl is selling. Joey Shiesty is selling a bunch of jerseys. How does it continue to happen you think and why i don't know i just hope that this is the catapult for change i hope that this is their opportunity to reinvest i mean mop bucket hot chocolate that is no look it up they got popped for it it was in the news everybody in the team was like what freaking out yeah it was it was a bad deal well i'll tell you what to survive the cincinnati Bengals, just eating and, and drinking whatever they're serving you need to have level select caden wood huh cbd caden with cbd What's it called? Level Select CBD. You're, what happened to Cadenwood, though? Uh, I mean, that's the parent company, but you're, you're on the right path. So Level and, Select is and, underneath Cadenwood. And because of you, they just told me, if you go on levelselectcbd.com right now, and in the coupon code, type in Carson40, you get 40% off everything you 40%? order. 40%? Whoa. Wow. Because of you, I, they were like 30, and I was like, but we're going on patch show. Like, they're like, I put it up to 40. Put the mop out. We need a lot of hot chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Let's give it 40% <laughs> off at levelselectcbd.com. Carson 40. You got it. And what does it do? It just makes me feel better. It's just classic CBD. Is that going to get me high? Yeah. Get- no, it's not going to get you high at all. And it slides across. Throw it on there. Yeah, I'll try. Look at those guns. Throw it to me when you're done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just. Throw okay. it on there. Okay. I got good arms. <laughs> okay. You're, you're really loose. Don't you up. use it all? Well, you and I had a couple Jeez. extra sets. You're right. Morning. You're right. He's sore. <laughs> I am sore. I was boxing too, you know. So just rub it in and just... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, put, I mean, put some on your face, though. No, you can do that. <laughs> on your nose. Can't you use it on your face? Nah, dude, wait till you see how good my elbow feels. Wow. <laughs> like sunscreen. I fell in a hockey I've actually, rink you know, a couple weeks ago. I need my elbow to get fixed. Okay, use my shoulders, so I get good shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lats. <laughs> no, you're good. It's rubbed in. You're good. I, I can't even tell. <laughs> I can't tell. Don't forget the trap. Here. Here. I'll give it back so you can put it on your face. Is there any aluminum um, or anything in this? Oh, no. Pants. No. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. We had a fun oh, time no. in the bathroom. That's it's a bad spot. No. It's very nice. It's That's a bad spot. It's God. Jeez. What a pig. It's level select CBD. Right on my meat. Oh, yeah. This is bad. Oh, now you're. 
Hey, Come on. Hey, his pants are hey, going to cover. I feel great. I feel really good. How are you good, feeling? Tell you what, it's got a pretty good little hue in my nose. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, am, I have a boy I arms. think you put too much on. Uh, no, 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 dude. I mean, it just, does feel good already. Overload. Like, there, you there you go. go get wow. It. Get it. Oh, my God. I have Zeke sit on your back. <laughs> Can't see it anymore either. I can't believe this is instant acting. You know what I mean? Like it's immediate. instant gratification immediate. with this level select. Immediate. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. All right, thanks, man. You look Whew. good. There you go. Thank you. Does it have any CB or uh, does it have any uh, sunscreen in it too? Like a potential? Uh, no sunscreen. Well, <laughs> there you good. go. Yep, there, there you go. go. I've been oh, working boy. my face a lot. Yeah. All right, I should be fucking good to go. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, Carson. <laughs> Is there mint in there? I was well? say, yeah, there's a lot of mint. mint? I feel, it feels great. A little mint in there? Bio it feel good? It feels I mean, great. You didn't put on 17 uh, yeah. pounds. I didn't I mean, put nearly eyes, as much as him. But. My eyes are normally wide open. You know, people say yeah. that about me a lot. But yeah. I mean, there's some mint flowing in my eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not really for the face. It's more for I muscles read, and aches. Yeah, that's no, the thing. I would imagine most people use a, like a dollop, one dollop. For yeah, a, like a quarter size. You really... I mean, the mint. Slathered mint's, it on. The mint's really going right in my oh, eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looks like it. All right. I'll tell you what, the muscles feel good, though. And you can get that at levelselectcbd.com. <laughs> promo code Carson40 for 40% off of all the good stuff that they got over there at Level Select. This is tough. It's getting in my eyes. Uh. <laughs> it is completely in my eyes. You're not supposed to use it. Yeah, it's not for the eyeball. We got to. I, did little, I need a little trap, so I do need a little on my uh, trap. Arms feel good. I mean, I'm teary. I mean, I got. <laughs> I mean, this is a bad deal. There's a lot of men in that. It smells good, though. Uh huh. All right. Big shout out to <laughs> Level Select CBD. <laughs> What's going on, man? It's real good. I'm so happy. So happy I tried the, the Level Select CBD. I've never felt better, man. My muscles. What? Go to levelselectcbd.com right now. Use promo code Carson40. You'll get 40% off. Carson, I'll tell you what, don't put it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put it on your face, dude. Oh, my well, God. Do you need a towel or something? Or? No, he's no, just like, some it's more like, green tea? It does feel like wow. I got icy hot in my eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. Bio exactly. Freeze. All right. I think we got to end the show, huh? <laughs> Hammer down, be on the other side of this intro. I mean, how am I going to put my mask on now? I mean, oh, mask. Oh, mask. Right you don't need a mask. With the Cadenwood? Yeah, with, you don't need a mask. Perfect. Don't cool. you say that. Cadenwood. Cadenwood beats COVID. We don't need that. Okay. We don't need that on this program. We've got dope for stuff. All right. We appreciate everybody today. Go buy your live select CBD. Uh, big thanks to Aiden Hutchinson, Chuck Gaw, Seth Rollins. Uh, 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 Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, Warner came what? on early. My nose is running now. <laughs> It's really taking over my entire head. Should not have put it on my face. <laughs> what was I doing? Were you gonna Were you gonna do a little gel? Is yeah. that what you're going for? And you stop the sunscreen effect. I was, trying, under your I was eyes? trying to get the muscle on my face to relax, you know, with the CBD. But it turns out it is going right into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a bad, bad spot. I mean I'm sure Mad Dog did the same thing when Carson was on his show. But so, how good do your arms feel right now? And your elbows and your biceps? They are loud. <laughs> you know, I feel like I could probably curl the world right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You curl that like desk. Can. Hey, don't even try to get by me or I'll trap you. You know mm. what I mean? I had to warm them all back up with this live selects. Level select CBD. All right, we're done. Hammer down's on your side. I got to go somewhere. I got to go to the shower. Yeah. I got to go wash my face. I don't know what's next for me. I don't know what the next It's It's progressively got worse. <laughs> Every second that we have continued.
Hammer Down's on the other side of this. They're going to give out all the picks. Try level select CBD, except for uh, on your face. Uh -huh. <laughs> See you in about 20 hours or so live from Radio Road. More shows going to be a big one. See you.